Welcome to episode 52 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today we're talking to Mike from Pizza Eaters. Enjoy the show. You're struggling now, mate. You really seen how the sausage is made here. Hold on. <laughs> just uh, for the listener, I'm just watching Pav put his uh, his headphones in mm. or on. Yeah. Hold on. A Bosch, and then glasses. Fucking filthy glasses. Hold on. <laughs> oh. How are you, my little soldier? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting there. I've got to be better because I'm going to a gig tomorrow and I'm, and I'm not going to miss it. So I have to be fucking better. Who are you seeing? Soul Wax. Oh, nice. Yeah, going up to Camden. Um. So, oh, hello. Thank you. It's my little well, team. Going, huh? My teammate, Darcy's saying hello, but you can't hear him. Hello, hey, Darcy. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> Whoa, 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 coasters, coasters. You've only got one fucking coaster. Well, get me another coaster then, please. Please get me a coaster. Life is difficult for me at the moment. You know this, I'm struggling. I'm on Struggle Street. Help me get to Helpful Avenue. (laughs) (laughs) She's getting me a coaster, I think. Oh, how are you feeling? Uh, Rough, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although last night. forever, this. Yeah, I know. I don't feel every time I feel like I'm getting a bit better. I got knocked out by a migraine the other day from it, and I woke up feeling the best I'd felt. And I was like, oh, it's gone. And then about three hours later, it just sort of poked me back in the beak. Thank you. You're a wonderful human being. Can you close the door behind you? Tap. Um, yeah, but like, oh, mate, I had the most amazing thing happen last night. All right. First time ever. I'm not one for taking medicines. I don't like taking medicines because I get really oh, affected. I get really affected by them. Yeah. I've actually been taking paracetamol on that. Last night, for the first time ever, I had a night nurse. Oh, mate, fucking knocked me right out. Proper <laughs> knocks me out. Like they're I'll, pretty so, good actually when they're when you're ill, then, mate. Because the one thing I've been struggling with is sleeping because of all the coughing and spluttering. Yeah, I've been yeah. sleeping upright. I've been sleeping in the lounge upright on the chair, and I woke up laying down that's how much it knocked me out i was able to lay down for most of the night it was inc- it was incredible absolutely incredible so you, you were <clears> laying down in a sit-up chair no i started off sitting up on the sofa i sort of pinned myself into the corner and when i woke up i was laying down and obviously it was so comfortable i was able to lay down without coughing oh nice so yeah nice how are you yeah i'm all right i'm all right i was uh I was supposed to launch Downcast's closing down thing today. Mm. Um, I just haven't fucking got around to it. I haven't done anything, mm. um, which is, yeah, I've got to do it. You'll do it. You'll get there. I know. I know. But it's, I managed to, um, I think I spoke about it on here before, where I had that issue with Shopify, where they kept wanting to bill me yearly and wouldn't change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I got in touch with them. I was just like, look, it's either you put me on fucking monthly or I just cancel it and I just move everything over to Big Cartel or whatever to get rid of the, the rest of the stock sort of thing. And they were like, oh, like basically, like, oh, don't leave us, don't leave us, we'll put you on monthly. 
I was just like, it's quite pricey, isn't it? So I got a discount. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah. So I said to him, it's only for a few months. Um, and they were like, oh, if you ever launch a, a shopping future, like, you know, make sure you come back to Shopify. And it's like, and I would, because it's like, I've had a really great experience with Shopify. Um, but it's like, it is expensive. Mm. Um, so not for what it is, but it's, it, it's just expensive, you know? Um, so yeah, I've got to sort all that. Um, and yeah, just thinking about like rewind and other projects and shit. Yeah, we're getting there with rewind, and we? we've basically. Got, I mean, I'm ready to print one one of mine. Yeah, I've I've got two of mine pretty much ready to wear. I've got the garments. I just need to. I still haven't done my massive reclaim job. I've done bits and bobs here and there, but um, yeah. When, when I get of... when I've when I've loads of screens to reclaim, I'm always tempted. I, I enjoy the reclaim process when it's not this time of year. Hmm. I'm always tempted just to buy loads of new screens because <laughs> I'm thinking I need you a menu. Have enough. <laughs> yeah, I need a menu. No, I've I've down. I've got rid of got well, I've not got rid of them. I have still got them, but I've got about seventy that need remeshing. Right. Which is just just over half of my entire collection. Um. So yeah, but I'm going to get them remeshed in different. It's worked out well because I'm at a stage now where I don't need the lower meshes for the jobs I'm doing. So I'm going to yeah. have fewer 110s. I'm at a sort of similar stage. Like I, I hardly ever use 43s anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not through being wanky or whatever. It's just I, I just don't need to. Yeah. Like, you know, especially because I've started printing a lot more plasticol as well. Mm. Um, and I fucking really don't like printing plasticol on low mesh counts. No. Just end up with such a fucking thick thick ink deposit. It's not fun. Um, I, mo- I mostly, a... if if it's not a massive slab of ink, most of my whites now go through a sixty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same. Yeah, I made uh, made the mistake. Um, it was one of the last jobs I printed before Christmas, and uh, <laughs> I, was, I was supposed to use a sixty-two, but literally every single one of my sixty-twos and seventy-sevens and fifty-fives was dirty. Mm. Um, and I had to reclaim it, and it was a bit of a rough job. The only thing I had available was a 90. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just do it. It was on 50, uh, 50 white PFPs. It was, uh, yeah, that was I've... hard work. <laughs> did you? Um... I did it. I bet it, I think you bet you get a nice finish on it as well, don't you? Yeah, you do. You do. It's just, it's a, a lot harder work. Yeah. And a fair bit slower. But um, what, what's yeah. this? Um, what's this story you got to tell me about Paul? Oh, <laughs> so for a little bit of context, I've spoken to you about this, but me and Paul are doing a little project together where we wanted to do a little brand. Paul's managing it all. I'm just designing shit. Um, but it's basically a brand just for headwear um, because it's both something we like. I don't think you've ever seen me without a hat. Paul is obviously a very talented embroiderer, but uh, anyway, so it was. It, I've done the logo and everything, and put together some kind of uh, uh, designs um, or drafts, anyway. And <laughs> anyway, he sent me a picture of the website, and he was like, "Oh, what do you think to the header and everything?" And I was like, "Yeah, it looks really cool." And then uh, I said to him as a joke, "What about the fucking rest of it?" Um, and he was like, I've only just started uh, all this. And uh, then he sent me this image. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you now. Uh, because I asked him about what about the image for the uh, for the, like the main image for the website. Yeah. 
I've just watched that. What's oh, you've sent it. So I thought you're gonna somehow. I thought you were gonna show it to me on here. Hold on. <laughs> I recognize that man you're in front of as well. It's very broke yeah. back. It's very broke back mountain, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So for the listeners, it's, maybe, uh... maybe we need to put this up on up on the Instagram. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, he, he's mocked up a, uh, a, a one of the AS color models wearing a hat with mm. with the logo on it. And then he asked me to send a picture of myself because he assumed that I was wearing a cap at the time because I'm pretty much always wearing a cap. Hilarious. Um, uh, just so he could kind of like mock up the size of the design on a beanie. And I sent him a, a stupid smiley face of my face and he's mocked it up behind this bloke. And it, yeah, it looks, um, looks like we're having fun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like you have a lot of fun. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, of course there isn't. But, um, yeah, it probably made me chuckle at work that. I, like, he sent it to me. I opened up my phone and I started like proper like chuckling like under my breath and my boss heard me. He was like, you're right now. I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Oh. We, have, we haven't spoken for ages, have we? Because I've been so fucking ill. We've chatted sort of indirectly on our print group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, we haven't. I thought I'd leave you to recover. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna struggle. I'm struggling. I'm on struggle street, but I'll be alright. I'll put. I'll You'll push through. Right. Um, I bought something. I'll show it to you. Go for it. Show and tell. Um, sure. I was on Instagram and I follow a, a company. Uh, I think they're in America. They might be Canadian. Wherever they are, they're called Street Warehouse, and they print oh. for a lot. Of, did you follow them? Quite a, young, quite a young group of lads, but. They're re- they're quite good at printing, like, and they yeah. they always they're always doing like loads of streetwear stuff. They know basically everything there is to know about garments and shit. And they used to have a brand which I followed during lockdown called Clever Fools. Okay, heard of them? And they obviously gave up on it. And now they've become the classic thing of starting a brand, learning to print, and then yeah, ended up yeah. printing for everyone else. And uh, every now and again, he releases tips, and it's oh, get this book. It's really handy just for colour. This is no good, fucking good for you because you're colour blind. But it's really, good. it's really good for <laughs> for colour combos. Um, and it is fuck. I, I, I could only find it second hand because it was printed in like two thousand and two, and I paid three pounds twenty for it. Look at this book. Oh. Right, it's called Colour Index. What I like oh. about it is it's American. It's written by an American dude, but they've purposely spelt colour the British way on the hmm. front, but everywhere else in it is the <laughs> look, even the this next page is the is the other way Brilliant. doing it. But it's not like it, there's a little bit of theory in it, but mostly it's things like uh it will give you like a load of colour combinations like that. Okay. And then it gives you like uh, examples of what those colours look like next to each other. And then it yeah, gives yeah. you the um the RGB and the CMYK values next to it. That's cool. So if, so if you see a cut, if you're, if you're, for example, designing for, I mean, this would be great if someone was starting a brand up and they want to like have, you know, we always say about using as, as minimal minimum amount of colours as possible. Mm. I mean, there there are there's a set here where it's literally all pairings of colours that go well together. You could literally flick through, and if you had a wafty colour T-shirt, you could find a pairing that would go really well with it colour-wise, and it gives you all the data information for it. It's really it's, cool. um really it's cool, very but... cool yeah but 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 what 
There's oh. lots of websites that do exactly the same thing. I, I know there are. I know there are loads <laughs> of websites that do this, but but books are better than websites when it comes to yeah, this sort of thing. They are to be one hundred percent. You can have a book next to you. Like yeah. I have all this is the sort of book I'd have in the studio. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and you just go, Oh, it's it's more like a reference thing. You can go, oh, ah, yeah. click, click, click. And what's cool is well, it's got sections where things like colours for logos and stuff, it obviously breaks it down. And it shows you what though, for example, here, what they look like um, next to each other with little bits of of uh, gap between them, negative space uh, and stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you can see what it looks like rather than just having like slabs of colour. And then in the back, it's got uh, basically you can index back to it, and it's got all the colours again, but that are safe for web. So anything that's sort oh, of within okay. within within screen that uh, safe area. So that's yeah, cool. it's. It's fucking cool. Like the guy said, it was a cool book, and I was like, uh, and I was like, when I saw it was second hand, it was like three quid. I was like, I just fucking get it. Yeah, yeah. For the sake of three quid, it's worth yeah. checking out, isn't it? It's banging. And when I've I've been flicking through it quite a lot, and hmm. yeah, there's some nice little combos there that I would actually. There's combos here I wouldn't normally think of doing. Hmm. So yeah, maybe we'll use that for rewind. Hmm. A little bit of fundamentals in there as well on hue and saturation and yada yada yada. So yeah, it's written by a chap called Jim Krause. Well, thank you, Jim Krause. Yeah, just thought I'd bring that up, and thank you to the street warehouse guys. Hmm. Maybe we'll get them on. Yeah, we've not had a uh, a guest from abroad yet, have we? Mm. I mean, Quidgy Bows are argu- arguably interdimensional. <laughs> Yeah, this is true. But another country in the world. No, I don't think we have. Um, I don't think it... entities from another dimension really count. Uh, yeah, we had um, we had uh, Justin. He's Irish, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is true. That, that counts. Same time zone, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, we're in the same time zone as lots of other places, aren't we? Yeah, I suppose. I just want to get some somewhere like really fucking obscure where it's like they're like nine hours behind us or something. Yeah, I mean that's half the issue, isn't it? Yeah, because there there are quite a few like brands and artists and stuff like that. that I really really want to get on the pod, mm. but it's kind of like because obviously we both have day jobs and they probably have day jobs as well. It's like trying to find that window. It's like. It's probably literally just as we're finishing work and they're waking up or whatever. Mm. Um, so yeah, might be a bit tricky, but anyway, I'm sure we'll figure it out when they, uh, there's there's lots of guests over there. Like, I mean, we spoke about them on the last episode with Thumbs, didn't we? We um, did. Uh, which which was a fucking excellent episode. No, it's not gone out yet. Hasn't gone um, out yet. <laughs> it will have gone out um, by the time this episode goes out, though. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Um, but like. Uh, Zach Merrill's like I think now is at the very top of my list with who I really really want to speak yeah, to yeah. Um, it's just like Matt slide into his dooms slip into the dimmers mm. do it but yeah yeah I know I know I just haven't got around to it I've got like fucking eight Instagram accounts so I you forget have. what's going on most of the time you have and six, six email addresses um Need to, yeah. chill, need to chill out with all the Instagramming and emailing, man. 
Mm. I don't do that much of it, to be honest. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just a lot there. I'm just like, I just don't want to look at it. You disgust me. You have no power here. Although I am on the, you keep forgetting, but I am on the Rewind Instagram. Yeah, I know. That always fucking freaks me out when like you're having a conversation with somebody. And I'll, mm. like, I'll, go, I'll look through the chats and I'll be like, I don't have that fucking conversation. I genuinely <laughs> think the first time I noticed it was when you were speaking to Quidjibo. Yeah. And I genuinely thought I was going mental. <laughs> I did not have this conversation and nobody has access to this account. It took me a good 10 minutes to realize that I'd given you the logins. Hilarious. Imagine if I had access um, to the brand social one. No. <laughs> you are a bit, you are a bit power hungry when it comes to that. You're like, no, no, you're not allowed to talk to people. No, it's not that. It's just I don't need any more um, confusion. That's the account I watch loads of porn on. So you know, obs, obs. Yeah, I, I don't want you seeing my uh, my dodgy porn searches. Mate, it can't be any worse than mine. <laughs> can't be any worse than no, Quidgy, Quidgy if if you, showed if... us. <laughs> no, because then if you have access to the brown so brown, the brown social, the brown oh, social. That's, a, that's different. That's, that's, is that what you've been googling your porn searches? <laughs> <laughs> um, then I'll have access to your search history, and I don't know if I want to do that to myself. Yeah, not wise, not wise. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, today we have got two men called Mike. Yeah, that's not going to be confusing at all. <laughs> Should we ask them to introduce themselves? <laughs> we we need to, didn't we? Yeah, we kind of have to. Um, yeah, so we've got Mike and Mike uh, from a brand called Pizza Eaters, who we have spoken about quite a few times, I think, actually, in past episodes. They've been brought up in the same breath as um, a couple of other people that we've been quite keen to get on. Yeah. They're yeah, in well, that Quidgy sort of realm. mentioned them by name. I yeah, think th- that... Dead Cats Club mentioned yeah. my name as well. They're in that realm um, of people that might might not necessarily want to be uh, doing something like this purely because of the nature of what they do. Yeah, that's a very good point. So today we've got two guys on called Mikel and Mikel. <laughs> Mikel. <laughs> um, but yeah, they are here and waiting. So let's get the boys. Let in. them in. Oh, are they on one screen? So for context, one of them lives in the north and one of them lives in the south. So they can't both be on the same screen. Can you hear me, Club Fandango? I can hear you. Ah, <laughs> yes, I can hear you. <laughs> With your granddad's clothes and your World War Two facial hair. <laughs> it's a sound alright for you guys. Can you hear everything okay? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds great, mate. Oh, lovely. Good stuff. Cool. So which one are you then? Uh I'm the southern one. Southern Mike. <laughs> so you're the Mike I've been speaking to. Yes. Yeah. Well cool. this is the thing, you never really know. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Where's the other Mike? Has he come in or is he not? I, I don't think so. No, he's got some stuff with his family going on this evening. He's uh no, He's a busy family man. Some of us can palm him off, but uh... <laughs> so you so you can basically say whatever the fuck you want about him because he's not here to defend himself. Pretty much, I, I said to him, "I'll let you know how it goes if you can't make it, and I'll let you know if I need to lawyer up." And, uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. We'll have to get him on at a later date, just on his own. 
Definitely. so I can get his own back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll say some horrible things. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you got Darcy's memo about wearing glasses uh, and having a beard. What can only top this off is if you're also bald. Very, very bald. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I feel like yes. I'm missing out on the club here because I'm not wearing glasses. Yeah, I haven't shaved my head, so I'm not bald. So we're sort of we're what we're one each there. Yeah, hmm. half and half is fine. You look, you look like our love child, Mike. <laughs> Does that mean I have to start calling you guys daddy? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I've always preferred to be called that generally. <laughs> <laughs> Although I can tell you that when we when Darcy and I do it, there's no love there. <laughs> I say love child. <laughs> Fucking hell, this has descended into chaos already. <laughs> I should apologise in advance. I'm getting over a rather nasty, some sort of illness. So I might do some spluttering. Oh, it's all good. Splutter away, splutter away. Uh, I will also apologise in advance because my wife has gone out tonight and my son's in the next room and he's not quite yet asleep. So I have to, <laughs> if I hear a crash and I have to get up, that's Leg- why. Yeah, um, bless him. But yeah, um, yeah. I said to the little else? one, like keep yourself quiet, like keep yourself entertained. Your mum's downstairs; it's fine. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, is the second you say anything, now they're like, "Oh, what's going on in there?" Oh, it, honestly, that like interesting. Talk talk about anything. Like, what's that? What are you doing? Yeah, where are we going? What are you doing? <laughs> Where um whereabouts in the south are you then? Out of curiosity. Uh, so at the moment I'm in uh, South Wales, Newport. Um, but okay. originally uh, I'm from Bristol. Lived all about the place, but yeah, ended up in Newport. Nice. We got well... we got a few friends in Wales, haven't we, Darcy? Hmm. Previous guests as well. Yeah, yeah there's. Do. do you know what? There's a bunch of people in South Wales. To be fair, yeah. like um, yeah. it's like a little hotbed of uh, bootlegging activity. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of print shops, a lot of really cool print shops who yeah. we've become quite close with, and then a lot of really cool brands as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, nice part of the world. Newport, not so much, but I won't back that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I don't know if you know um, Jack from Old Elton's. You heard of him? No. 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 He's, in, uh, he's in Tenby. Yeah, he's, he's a bit he's further along. Uh, that is a lovely place to be. That's know, where people in Newport I'm go on so, holiday. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Every time he like puts photos up of where he lives and stuff, I'm just like, you fucking arsehole. <laughs> you fucking arsehole. Yeah, but, you don't um, want pictures around here. It's just concrete. Yeah. Not yeah. so picturesque. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure it's lovely. Really. Oh, it's a lovely place. Now, to be fair, like I, I spent like so long trying to get out of Bristol that I lived in Brighton for a bit. I just... We're near where Darcy is. Is it? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. in Burgess Hill. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I lived down there for it's, a couple of years. It, it's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> like Newport, then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I ended up in Newport. Like, my girlfriend lived here. She had a little one, so I was like, I can't really make them up and leave everything and move to Bristol, can I? I should probably you, you... sacrifice something. Oh, you can. <laughs> it's cheaper here though, way cheaper. Oh, I'm happy. Oh, well, pleasure to have you on, mate. Um, Thank you very much. Before we jump into the uh, nonsense, would you like to give a little intro to yourself and uh, your colleague who isn't here um, and your brand? I won't bash him too much. Uh, so <laughs> we're uh, 
We're ironically or unironically both called Mike. Uh, I'm Southern Mike, half of Pete's Eaters, and I suppose I handle the design aspects of the brand. Um, we we started off doing like uh, coloring books of like favorite mm-hmm. TV shows and stuff like that, and among tons of other random little projects, ended up doing uh, t-shirts for the longest while. To be honest, um, I think. We're like close to nine years now. I was going to say it's been a while because I scrolled all the right way to the bottom of your so Instagram. Did, did you? <laughs> yeah. You actually did it. Yeah. I bet that took a while, didn't it? Load yeah, of rubbish. It did. on well, no, it doesn't take a long I was time a for me. That was all right. No, I do it on the computer. So I, well, <laughs> I've, I've got a technique now where I, I load it up on the computer and then I put a weight on the down arrow key <laughs> and I just wait and, event- and eventually it gets there. <laughs> You're gonna say you'd built some sort of device, and it's like yeah, you take yeah. a run up, and you're like, "No, I did." And it I like did. just and goes it just... all the way to the bottom. <laughs> I did build a device. It's a pen with a little weight on it, and it just holds the bottom arrow down, and it just scrolls all the way to the bottom. Hey, if it works, it works. Yeah, yeah. I'm basically, I'm basically a computer genius. I think that makes you an inventor. It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> In, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> so the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me on this podcast. <laughs> patent it. Patent it. Pav. Patent it. Got the down arrow button pusher. Yeah. Someone will probably send me an email afterwards and say, oh, you know, there's like a thing you can just install and there's like a shortcut and it takes you all the way to the bottom of stuff. I guarantee it. Not interested. I want that weighted pen. Yeah. It's all about the weighted pen. Yeah. When was (laughs) Let's have a look. I'm there now. When was it? 2015, March. Yeah. Yes, that's coming up. Coming up. Twin Peaks. Rainy Day activity book. Oh, mate, they were painful to do at the beginning. They look fantastic, like, though. Yeah, do you know what? They were really cool, but we started it off, and I didn't really have a clue what to do. Like, Mike messaged me out of the blue and just went, do you fancy making, like, some little colouring books, like activity books? And I was like, yeah, yeah, carry on. And he's like, I'll send over the images, and then you just draw them and send them to me, and we'll print them and see what happens. Um, this was, like, pre iPads, drawing pads and stuff like that. Like it's mad to think where it's come from. But I started off like I draw it in pencil, I draw it in pen, I'd scan mm. it in, then I draw it yeah. on Illustrator, and it looked nothing like I'd drawn on pencil in pencil. <laughs> and oh mate, to do one book took like four weeks of just like scanning stuff in, learning how to use Illustrator. I still can use Illustrator. Yeah. Hard work. <laughs> So, what, did you guys already know each other when this when this happened? Then, or yeah, yeah, you, so... didn't just a random guy call? Oh, you've got the same name as me. I command you draw some books for me. Ironically, we kind of look similar as well. He's like a little less bearded, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we met. Um, there's a festival in Orlando, Gainesville, Gainesville, Florida. Not Orlando. Yeah, Gainesville called Fest. It's like a punk. Uh, I suppose yeah, punk hardcore festival. And um, I was with my girlfriend at the time, uh, and it's like, so you get a hotel, and the festival set all these venues down this one long road, and you can just go in and out, you get times and stuff, and you just walk around. Basically, we'd gone to a shop, bought some beer, carrying it back to the hotel, look across the road, and I was like, that guy looks like me. Started talking to him, and that's your prerequisite for talking to someone that looks like you. Oh, it looks a bit like me, I'll do. <laughs> So where's Mike from? Uh, Mike's from Hull. Okay, so yeah. so the story of Pizza Eaters then is a guy from Hull and a guy yeah. from Bristol yeah. met at a festival in Orlando, 
yeah. fancied each other. <laughs> and then a brand baby was born. Pretty much four years <laughs> later. Uh, yeah, we, we ended up with a brand. I'm pretty sure that's 2011. Yeah, That's a great story. origin story. That's not bad, right? Yeah, it's it's mm. a weird. And I'd say, like, we live that far apart. I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time I've seen him. Probably four years ago. Mental. Like face to face. Like we talk all the time, obviously. It'd yeah. be a bit hard if we didn't. Uh <laughs> but yeah, like face to face, I think it would it would have been pre COVID for sure. Fucking hell, man. And you yeah. run a brand with him and you've been doing it for us. That's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. I'd say like since we started Pizza is you could probably count on both hands how many times we've met. Like face to face, yeah. It's a it's a weird one. Me and Pav were a little bit like that though, and yeah. I'm similar like that with Paul as well. That like Pav and Paul are considered two of my closest mates. Yeah, and like I think I can count on one hand how many times I've actually seen you in person, Pav. Yeah, uh, maybe two hands. Yeah, yeah, two hands probably. Yeah, but then Paul, I've only actually met once in the flesh. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. <laughs> I've met Paul so once, like... and there's not a person we slag off more than Paul. I've only met him once. No <laughs> <laughs> punching bag, Paul. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, bless him. He's a good lad. He's a good egg. But yeah, yeah, it's it's strange, isn't it? Like, I think thinking back to like when like pre kind of instagram and all that shit because that's kind of like where i speak to people most and yeah. pre that it was kind of like it was weird to speak to people online i know you had like myspace and everything like that and fucking msn and all that bollocks yeah but like yeah i don't you'd know you'd have their number some... wouldn't you you'd text them or... yeah exactly like it just it's... wouldn't be speaking to them on a, on a computer or a phone like well, that all, all it really proves is that pen pals never really went away did they no not really <laughs> no it's like just, just a, an evolution of it. Yeah, it's just easier yeah. to talk to people now. In some yeah. ways, it's too easy. Mm. Yeah, sometimes people... I don't want to be spoken to. Yeah, it's way too easy to talk. I'm I'm terrible for just non-stop talking to people. And I'm never getting anything First, done. I wonder why. It's worse <laughs> when somebody messages you and it's like, I really don't want to talk to that person. You accidentally open the message and it's like, this person's seen this message. Oh, it's like, oh fuck, I've got a reply. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's much cooler to make sure they've seen the message and then not reply for like a day. Yeah. I like to be. I like to be quite aloof. I'm quite an aloof oh, person. Please. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I just think you know, I like to keep people on their toes. Do I like them? Don't I? Like, there's very few people I actually dislike. So, like, yeah, that um, have they been added to the list? Haven't they? Keep Invariably, they haven't. Yeah, you got you got to keep them guessing. You've got to keep yeah. them guessing. I'm still guessing. <laughs> Good. <laughs> It's working, and we yeah. we own a brand together. We do a podcast together, and Pav is my driver for when we go up to the NEC in Birmingham for a premiere. Yeah. Still not sure <laughs> if I like you though. Yeah, and I've been to your house, and your yeah. dog loves me. Yeah. Oh, see, that's when you're in. If a dog likes you, it's yeah, game exactly. over. Like, that's it. I mean, that's you're not really a high out. bar. My dog loves is it it everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had my dog. I've had my dog ten years, and he meets shitloads of people. And I've only ever seen him take an instant dislike to one person. And subsequently, and I, I didn't really like that person much either. And subsequently, that person has been discovered to be a wrong'un. I won't say what he did, but a wrong'un. Um, and I was like, my dog's got good taste in people. <laughs> the dog knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dog knew. The dog fucking knew. Yeah. Bless him. Oh. I, I'm supposed to be asking a question, aren't I? Yes. 
So I'm just getting over an illness, so I'm a bit I'm a bit fuzzy. We can let you off. It's fine. Thanks. It's, Thanks. it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, chlamydia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you can't get rid of that, mate. Um <laughs> apparently. <laughs> How do... Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, 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 allegedly. Uh, <laughs> where did the where did the name Pizza Eaters come from? It's quite a Oh mate. Uh, <laughs> we were like spitballing ideas for ages, to be honest. And I think it's 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 a weird one because it's got nothing to do with anything we've ever done. I think it was just the fact that we liked pizza. I mean, fair. Well, your email address, if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, is yeah. pizza eating nerds? And I was yes. kind of like, that's where it's come from. But, yeah. <laughs> no, no, the, the name came first, the email came second. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. I, I wish there was like a, a more extravagant story to like, we, our eyes caught like over a slice of pizza and, and that's how it went. But I think it was as simple as. Pizza's nice, isn't it? I'll tell, tell you what you could do. You could update your origin story, right? Yeah. So, yeah, no so when you were know. in Orlando, right? So yeah. you two looked at each other from across the street and it wasn't love. It was like there was a pizza pizza in the middle of the road and you were like, I'm getting there first, motherfucker. I'm having that pizza. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And so then... you've upgraded them from liking the look of each other because they both looked similar <laughs> to both wanting to eat pizza off the floor. <laughs> I don't think that's much of an upgrade. <laughs> I thought it works. It works. <laughs> uh, I don't really think about it. It just, you know, came to mind. I just, I just assumed there was there would be some sort of Ninja Turtles reference thing there. That's what I sort of assumed. That would make sense. I mean, I do like the Ninja Turtles. Don't get me wrong, but no, unfortunately, it's as boring as what should we call ourselves, Pete is. And I wanted to draw our logo at the time was like melted cheese. And I was like, that that looked fun. And weirdly, it sort of shaped a ton of stuff that we've done. So we I think we did pins at one point. Um You did, Jay- I'm looking at them. Yeah, Jason <laughs> Four Cheese. That was and the puns you can get on cheese and pizza are, are endless. Yeah, it only goes so far though, doesn't it? Yeah, you got after a while you just gotta give it up. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just yeah. becomes the name. Pretty much. Yeah, so no, no, nothing too exciting, I'm afraid. I wish the I should have this through, shouldn't I? The thing about pizza is, I've said this on the pod before, pizza is like sex, right? When it's great, it's great. Yeah. And when it's bad, it's still pretty good. Exactly. You can never go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> pizza and sex are basically the same thing, aren't they? It's, it's fine in the morning. Yeah. It's fine cold. Yeah, oh, well, I don't know about that. It's, yeah. it's, if you work, it's just come out of a fridge. If you work in a morgue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fuck hell. <clears throat> so on kind of like, um, I guess your, uh, your evolution, let's say, when did yeah. that kind of like transition happen from like the, the zines and all that to going more down like the t-shirt and apparel route? So I mean, we we always did. We you had did like a few a t-shirts, didn't you? Yeah, you did like yeah, a, yeah. yeah. But so did like I noticed a... in your Instagram, it went from like you know, like zines to a fairly even split of like zines and t-shirts to then just full on apparel. Yeah, Joe, it was oh, I'm trying to think about how long we've been doing them because I'm pretty sure the first one I did was 
probably Twin Peaks again. Um, you want me to scroll oh, up and tell you? Hold on. Yeah, I, do you know what? <laughs> I, I think we archived some of them. So right, that one I think was our first one, and it was it was around the time. It wasn't too far after um, Hell on Shirt started up. Mm. And we were oh, talking right, yeah. to those guys a lot. And uh, I think we did like um, did like an office t-shirt uh, and made it more like a, like a fake horror. So like a Scranton Strangler mm. t-shirt. Right. And, then, yeah, yeah. and then we thought, do you know what? Like, let's have a little go at a couple of films. And I think we started off like mainly doing horror and stuff, but it it sort of changed to well, you don't see many rom coms get their own t shirts, yeah. so mm. let's do stuff like that. You've done some belters recently as well, haven't you? Like some <laughs> like some you you put things on t shirts. I've got quite niche taste. I don't yeah. know if you know. I don't know if you know Rogue Print Co. You know Rogue? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we when we when Darcy and I were setting our brand up. I sent a picture of what I designed to Rogue Printco, and he described it as too niche even for me. That's those are his exact <laughs> words. <laughs> and then you did when you did the Birds of a Feather one. I was like, "Fuck me, I've been outdone!" <laughs> like that is absolutely <laughs> incredible. I must. That was all. Uh, that was all Northern Mike's idea, to be honest. So fucking he'd, good. He'd had that one for a while, like in the bank, and mm. I think because we used to. Um, so we usually do like a. I think we started off doing like two designs at the end of the month and having them on like a week pre-order. And then for a little while we were doing like mid-month drops of like soundtracks and stuff of like our favorite, like there's some incredible soundtracks. So we just thought, you know what, they need like their own t-shirt, just short sleeve, just like a little drop. We can keep it a bit cheaper and uh, won't sell as many, but like we'll cover printing costs, get them sent out and it's all good. And then Mike was just like, you know what, we just need to do, do some, like completely random shirts, mm. mix up whatever we want. Like so, we did. Uh, yeah, only fours and horses, uh, hardcore. I think he wants to do a Gorilla Biscuits Goodnight Sweetheart shirt. <laughs> 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 so I think that's uh, that's oh, on his list. He just hell. sends me this stuff, and I'm like, oh, I can do that. And I'll just oh. give it a go, see what happens. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like you got a good like a good little teamwork thing going on. That is. Yeah. What, I mean, what do you do when he comes up with something? I mean, you just have to fucking roll with it, don't you? Yeah. Well, do, do, you ever, do you ever go, hold on, mate? Like, <laughs> take a step back. Come Let's on. Think about this. Come on. I suppose, like, it's, it's weird because there's there's certain things I'll do some, and I'll start on it, and I'll hate it, and I'll say to him like, look, I, I can't. I, I get it quite a bit. I'll do something. I'll spend weeks on a design, and it gets to the end of it. I'm like, oh, we can't play out. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um. Whereas you can find like that birds of a feather one must have taken all of half hour. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking good. It. <laughs> it's so good. I was like, yes, I love this. Yeah, no, it's uh, Mike is uh, Northern Mike is definitely the brains of the operation. I just sort of make his ideas happen. Yeah, I mean, what what's nice about that is that you obviously have a very distinct style with how you artwork everything. Yeah, and that hasn't. Although it's although it's evolved, it hasn't really changed. The style that you have has pretty much been the same, even from your zines all yes. up to now. So yeah. you've got the mad. I mean, if you were if you were doing the mad ideas and doing the artwork, I think you'd really struggle. But he's basically oh, yeah. take he's taken that bit away from you, and you and you've taken mm-hmm. the artwork inside away from him, and it's it seems to 
it seems to have worked really well. For, I mean, you've got a decent following. So it seems to work really well for you. It, do you know what? It's it's mad. <laughs> like it 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 does help me because I don't have to think. Oh, what do I want to do next? You mm, can literally yeah, yeah. just send me a list of stuff, and I can just go. Oh, do you know what? That's a good idea. I reckon I can make that work. Mm. Find like the images I like, and like you were saying. To be honest, I've started going back to some of the um, some of like the the like image manipulation I, I was using on our, our first shirts mm. just because I like how it looked and like the printing company we use that they're, they're really good at sort of like putting that on a shirt because I have no idea how any of that sort of stuff works. Do you want to give them a shout out? Yes, uh, I'll say it wrong, but Ouroboros. Or- Ouroboros. That's you're the not, one. You're not the first person that's called them out on here. <laughs> I, I, think, I think they follow us awesome. actually, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they're fantastic, yeah, they, Ouroboros. They, they, they follow Rewind. I don't know if they follow the pod. But, um, yeah, I think they do. I think they follow the pod. They bloody yeah. better. They've got two shout outs. fucking better. I think they're, no, they're, they're, they're more than two. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're fun. I mean, they, they've almost got into this. I, I they print for a few sort of similar brands to you guys, don't they? Yeah. They've yeah, got into yeah. this niche. They, they've got a very specific skill set, haven't they, of, of producing. For the, for the listener who hasn't seen the type of shirt you do yes it's like a very oversized like detail where it matters like yeah. lots of print locations it's a it's not an easy thing to do it's quite a no it's it's a it's the sort of thing where you could easily fuck up a hundred garments doing this like yeah, on on, on, the, on the on the last bit of of the well, printing the i at my at one of my last jobs i printed for um you, you know the boys at wet wired yes yeah, yeah yeah so i used to print for them and it's you know similar sort of style to you guys, and it's like it was always like four print locations, and it was just like that. <laughs> I I loved printing the designs, but I also hated them so much because I was oh, just right. like when I'd done the big front print, it's like that looks fucking awesome. And it's like oh, I've got two sleeves to do, and they're like <laughs> a four color sleeve. And I was just yeah. like Jesus man. <laughs> <laughs> but they were good fun. They were good fun, and yeah. The results in the end were fucking awesome. It's yeah. Just like, yeah, how they much just so cool? How much um, advice has Ouroboros given you on your the way you design things? Because you seem to be quite good at picking the ver- the, the most vital colours to use within your design uh, in order to sort of save on print costs and stuff as well. But generally speaking, we've had this conversation before. The fewer colours used in the design, the better it looks anyway. Do you know what I was going to say uh, when you were saying about like four color back prints? That gives me like I start hyperventilating when I think about four colors because I'm like I've got yeah. to try and process how those four colors are going to work across the yeah, it's image. A fucking, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I, I'm like three colors tends to be my top, mm. just because I feel like I mess up otherwise. Because mm-hmm. I'm like I don't want that color too close to that one. I don't want that touching that it'll all start blending together and i'm like no two or three colors um and we started doing like more one colors as well i just Mm. don't know it's stuff i've done for ages and i just really enjoy trying it's almost so sometimes it's tougher to get a one color to work because you really think about where the payoff's greater though the payoff's much greater with it like if you you can nail a one color yeah if you can design something complicated and get it looking good to one colour, you fucking nailed it. Yeah. Like, yeah it, it, I, the payoff is always better with a yeah. with a one colour, I think. Like the um we did the the descent recently. Mm. 
I've been messing with that design for probably close to a year on and off. Wow. I've done like uh, yellow and white, red and white. I'd worked in like flesh tones to a couple. And I'd just get to the end and I'd be like, no, I don't like it. Just ended up going one color and I was like, no, oh, I like this. Yeah. I like yeah. this. And so- sometimes you find like people don't like too many colors because of like what they're wearing it with. Sometimes mm. I'm not yeah. wear anything, but yeah, white on black always works as classic. Don't go out mm. of fashion. You should, um, do you know, have you heard of Thumbs? Thumbs. Yeah, the artist he, Thumbs. Yeah, yeah. He was our previous guest, the guest. Oh, okay. And um, he's, he's got a real knack for designing with like three, four colors. He's, yeah, he's nailed it, Annie Darcy. He is like, mm. he's got a really good, you should go and look at some of his stuff. So if you ever, want to push yourself and do like a four like i go i go i know <laughs> give you palpitations i go and see how he does it because he has a a very sort of good way of doing it and his designs are very complicated similar to yours they've got a lot of detail going on with them yeah, um, yeah. but he, he manages it it's def- definitely worth um having a, i mean even hit him up he'd definitely get back to you he's He's too lovely, that man. <laughs> there, there is a, a big art to that, I, I must admit. Like when you see people pumping out like these four color shirts, I'm just like, fair play. Fair yeah. Play. The, I, I the, the issue is the print industry's changed quite dramatically, even though, what you said, the last five years, Darcy, with yeah. DTF and DTG becoming more prominent. Mm-hmm. And it is really easy to do a short run of very unlimited detailed, colors. yeah, unlimited yeah, colors. Yeah. But I still don't think they look as good in no. in, in most applications. They still don't look as good as a, a mm. decent limited palette. Yeah, yeah. No, I think we've only ever done one DTG print, and that was uh, we did a Dennis Rodman shirt, like a old school right. like yeah. hip hop style, like nineties hip hop style shirt. Uh, that was just because I wanted to do like gold bling writing saying Rodzilla on the back. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying for the 18 screens front and back it costs to get this printed. So we did that on DTG, but that's that's the only one. I don't think we'll do it again. Interesting there. character, old Rodman, isn't he? It's, yeah, strange gentleman. Yeah. I wouldn't say it to his face, but yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> We'd probably eat you or something. Uh... Oh. Good afternoon. Right, where are we at? Uh, sure, go, Darcy. We do <laughs> have a just so you know, we do have a loose set of questions. We have sort of answered them in our general chit chat, but yeah, it's just every now and again we do have to look down and read something, which, is, which is difficult <laughs> for two luddites like us. <laughs> so it's. I think the question I kind of want to semi revisit is kind of like that transition going from designs to clothing. It's kind of yeah, what yeah. made you actually want to start doing clothing. Um, I was buying it. That's <laughs> mainly it. Like, so I was I was buying the product that other people were putting out, and I was just like, do you know what? I I think I could do it, and mm. sort of gave it a go. Um, I I wouldn't mind going back to doing like the the zines and stuff. We've done sort of like limited, uh, sort of like releases. We did a, a serial killer book a little while back, but it was kind of. <laughs> You know when you see people doing shirts, you're like, oh, I want this film, but I don't want to bug them to like make mm-hmm. this message them every day saying, oh, when you're making this, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Um, so it's more, I felt like I could add something to it a little bit, you know, like something a little bit different. 
to other people. I don't, I don't think our style is, whilst there is like a, a generalized style across like most, I suppose, bootlegging shirts, like you can see where it comes from. I think we can, I thought we could sort of maybe add something a little different, maybe. I, I wouldn't say you're bootleg. Yeah, well, like because you're 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 basically providing something that can't actually be bought. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you yeah. can't you can't go out and, and there isn't a shop that's already doing the shit that you do. Right? No, a, no. A, a licensed one. You're yeah. you're you're taking a, a subject matter that you obviously enjoy and you're riffing on it and making yeah. something that people want to own. I yeah, don't yeah. Really, but bootleg there's... to me is always someone copying a band a t-shirt and, and sitting outside of sitting outside the venue when that kicks out so you can buy it for 10 quid cheaper than you can buy it for inside or whatever. Yeah. That's, that's in my There's mind. There's probably a better word for it now, mm. I think, but I don't know what that word is. So I, I, I think, I think a big part of it, though, is like the term bootleg, I think, has become a lot more of like an art style as well rather than like the actual yeah, right, meaning yeah. behind the word. It's kind of like these bootleggy style brands. It's like, you know, your bloody altars and your Helm shirts and stuff like that and everything. It's kind of like they all have that distinct style where it's like it's half Tony, it's all over prints, it's the big sleeves and everything like that. Um, so yeah, I think there's probably two meanings to it, really, isn't there? I suppose yeah, I probably view it differently, and Darcy, you might as well, because we're printers. And if someone mm. like to me, bootlegging is is yeah, yeah, nicking someone's work and printing it when you shouldn't. Yeah, be. yeah. Yeah, no, the, the, uh, anything it, that we do is, unfortunately, takes too long. <laughs> I wouldn't be copying anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got a annoyingly good style. Fucking frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what, though? Like, it's weird, like, because I think when we started it, like I said, I, I think we just wanted to maybe make stuff for the films that we liked and mm. for the, the shows that we liked, like, Northern Mike's a massive David Lynch fan. So mm, uh, like, that's why Twin Peaks was our first go-to. And you probably see like tons of David Lynch shirts um, since we started. We did a Mul... <laughs> oh, God. Remember doing Mulholland Drive? And uh, we released it, the pre-order, uh, sent it off, got the shirts in, posted them out. And someone was sent uh, sent us a message saying, "Don't more Holland have two L's in?" Oh, you're oh, joking, no. mate! <laughs> mate oh, you're joking, living. I was like, "Oh my god!" What did you do? Uh, just like ask people if they wanted a refund, and then we sold them for like a fiver. <laughs> if anyone wants, I think we ended up oh. like putting some in like packages to send out to people. And stuff did you like that, did you but... reprint them? No, 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 it's just like no. Nah, because that's that's just my <laughs> my mess up. The joys of Photoshop not having a spell check. Oh, that's yeah. oh, that is oh, terrible. That was one of my worst. That was my lowest point doing this thing. <laughs> yeah, not fun. Oh, no, we've I all been imagine. we've all been there, mate. I think yeah. I've to- I think I've told this uh, story on the podcast before, but I um used to work in a when I was a teenager in a key cutting shop and we did engraving and. Uh, we used to do the lids for um this is so bad. The lids for um the funeral directors to go on the ash pots when someone had been cremated. Yeah. And someone the guy brought in he said I'd need like it, we used to bring him in specifically for us, they're a special plastic that melts down with it and blah blah. 
He said, I need these. I need these names on the top. And he'd written them down. And he'd written them down with the, the first name and the second name, top up at top and bottom. But he'd written two columns of them. So I'd... I engraved them with the first name of one and then the first name of another as the surname. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and I did. <laughs> I think it was something like 10 of them, and he had no oh. more. And I said, what are you going to do? And he said, don't worry about it. I said, no, mate, what, like, do you want me to make some plaques to go over the top? He said, no, because it can't go through the incinerator. I was like, I was like, like what the fuck are you going to do? And he was like, don't matter, they'll be crying anyway, they won't know. Oh. <laughs> oh. It was not the pot the ashes going, but it's like a thing that goes in with them, with their name, so it gets melted down. He said, it will go in, they won't look at it, and it will... Let's go from it. <laughs> that was so fucking embarrassing. Jesus, mate. I know, I know. I've not told that on air before. Have I not? Oh, mate, it was fucking... <laughs> the other one I did, he cut... it's not the... it wasn't the first time I'd fucked up either. He come in, and this is when... um. I was I was wearing glasses, but not as regular as I am now. I was just wearing them for um, uh, work, work on the computer and stuff. And uh, he came and said, yeah, I've got this one. Just need this one. Can you do it for me for this afternoon? He said, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it said Margaret Leopard. But her name was Margaret Leopold. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so sorry, wherever you are. Uh, Margaret, um, Margaret Leopold. But you've been, you've been cremated as Margaret Leopard. Margaret Leopard. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's God. a better name to be fair it's a great yeah. name cracking name it's a fantastic name margaret yeah. leopard yeah the spelling mistakes do happen yes mm. yeah yeah i had one at um work the other day and thankfully it was only two shirts um but it was for this gym and i don't know how nobody fucking noticed it because i put together a print proof the artwork was wrong on the print proof they approved the print proof then my boss had a look at it and then I printed it, pressed the shirt, sent it out to them, and they wore them. And then only when they went to put it in the wash, they noticed. So in coaching team, in coaching, I missed the eye out. So it was coaching. <laughs> it went through four people and a wash cycle, and they only just noticed it. I it was happened. just like, it happens what to the best the of fuck? us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we're, we're pretty uh, vigilant on that now. I, I send stuff to Mike, and I'm like, mate, please check this. Like, yeah. And we put like quite sometimes there's quite a bit of text and stuff. Um, I'm like, please just read it over and over again. Give it to your wife. Let let her read it. Yeah, I don't yeah. want I don't want Mulholland happening again ever. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you need to have those mistakes though. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Do. You really need to. It, it just yeah. well, every time you have a mistake like that, you up your game for the net for the, for mm. continuously because you can't you can't afford to keep making mistakes like that. No. Yeah. No, it's there's been like little things that have happened on the, on some shirts that no one will notice, but I will. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I, I still see some of them now, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. Wish I could change that, but yeah, when you're when you're a designer and printer, or whatever, you get like a, such a detailed eye on things, mm. like, you end up losing all perspective on what is, you know, what is acceptable. I think. Yeah, mm. yeah, because no one, nine times out of ten, no one will care. No one no. will even notice. I no. mean, they might, they might notice Margaret Leopard and uh, Coach Ung. <laughs> not but, if you're uh... crying, mate. Not if you're crying. <laughs> if you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that, I think, I think the worst one that I did, and thankfully it wasn't my own print, and it was the previous job I worked at. 
and uh, it was some t-shirts for for a rather large metal band who will remain unnamed um for obvious reasons um and uh for obvious reasons when i uh, talk about this anyway um we printed these shirts for them sent over the artwork and it was just a single color oversized front print um but their artwork had this like almost this like misty effect in it sort of thing and it was more prominent towards the bottom of the design so it looked like it was kind of like like a big rectangle sort of thing anyway turns out so we've printed like i think we printed 400 of them none of that was supposed to be there what Mm. how did it end up there no idea apparently they didn't know it was there um and it was like when you looked at it on a screen you couldn't really see it but obviously where it's been put through the rip and it was like it was such fine half tone that it's kind of like if you're just fucking glancing at the 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 positive it was like you you know you kind of saw it but you didn't you know what i mean it didn't really look that prominent but when it was printed and like we just blitzed through it because it was like single color job and everything and it looked good still it's not like it's not like one of those things where it's like oh that doesn't look right it looked right but none of it was supposed to be there so we kind of just like yeah printed 400 of them and then they got them and they they were right with it in the end but they were just like what's all this and we were just like i don't know it's your artwork (laughs) (laughs) oh hilarious but yeah that was that was the worst and thankfully it wasn't my stuff so so yeah that sounds like really poor quality control from me but yeah. Yeah. Why do you keep fucking up so badly, mate? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Have you um have you ever had any uh I guess run-ins with the copyright brigade then? Um couple. Um so one one was um the Blink one eight two shirt we did a little mm. while back. Um but it was, they were absolutely fine with it. They're like, just, just stop now, and like, just, yeah. just leave it. We're like, yeah, it's fine. Um, I did one, like just before, or might have been while PC years was going. Did a Taylor Swift Dark Throne shirt, mm. and uh, that was, um, yeah, that was like the highlight. Was getting a, a cease and desist from Universal Music. I was like, oh shit, I've nice. made it. I've made it. <laughs> but to be fair, for the most part. No, not really. Um, every so often we used to, because the books, like when we were doing the colouring books and stuff, they were mainly selling on Etsy. Mm, mm. So every now and again, but I'll be like, nothing. We don't really get anything nowadays. I don't think many people do. Um, I, like I speak to Quijibo quite a bit and Bloody Altar and uh, Final Boss as well. And it doesn't really happen anymore. There was a spate like Probably about two years ago, where like it pop up every so often, but no, mm. nice. Wonder why that is. Well, because I mean, when we were speaking to the thumbs on the last episode, don't know if you listened to it, but um, it's worth a listen if you haven't listened. Um, you can't listen to it; we haven't released it yet. Oh yeah, that's, that's a really good fucking point. It's not out yet. I mean, it'd be impressive if I had, right? If I just yeah. like, oh yeah, it's really good. Where did you get that from? <laughs> It's either that or it's or you're just like I don't want to be here and you're just nodding along. So like, really good guys. Um, <laughs> but um he was talking uh about like the, the whole cease and desist and, and all that and 
Cerny had one that was really scary. That uh, it, it was around what was it? It was around the time when was it Disney bought Fox, and he was doing a load of Simpsons stuff, oh, and he yeah. basically got like a letter that said you need to remove everything from your website. Yeah, and it was like it coincided with the time where he'd quit his day job and gone full time with the brand, and it was oh, just like mate. oh fuck. To be honest, yeah. like the Sim- I remember when that Simpsons thing was was happening. Um, yeah, yeah. So there was a guy. There's a guy that um, I'm pretty sure he's still around. Uh, Dead original. He used to do a ton of uh, Simpsons things. Yeah, um, used to do a ton of them, and I think he ended up getting the same thing. And uh, oh, there's another Simpsons, another Simpsons page. I can't remember what it is the Leftorium, maybe. That's a I'm great name. That's a great that, Simpsons right? reference. Right? That's yeah. a cracking name. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they, they ended up going to like just um like mailing lists. So you like you get mailed okay. out a, a password for the website and stuff like that. Um you know. but yeah, not it hasn't really yeah. hit us. We had this thought process a little bit when we were starting rewind our brand because it was like I think I can't remember if it was two or three of the designs that I put together were like quite prominent uh disney um ips yeah i was just like i don't know if i can really do this it was just like so it was predator star wars and uh i can't remember what the last one was i can't remember i think i started it and then like we had the discussion of like yeah we probably shouldn't go near disney um it's weird though like certain ones because i i think like final boss did star wars they've done a few star wars um like games and then uh, I know Bloody Alt has done a ton of Predator stuff. Mm. So it's weird, yeah. like how it, it it does seem like someone gets a bee in their bonnet about a certain um I don't know what to call it. Like, uh, license, like licenses and stuff like yeah, that. Like yeah. maybe they they just come in. Um, so they'll start doing a search round for like keywords and stuff. But I wonder if it's if you happen to release something while there's a lot of resurgence in that thing being popular or yeah. like if there's a if there's a sequel being released because i mean a lot of these things it's timing that can completely fuck you up and it? 100 like, yeah yeah because especially like there's a new beetlejuice isn't there later this year so if is there find, yeah so there's a, a new a new what sorry uh beetlejuice so i didn't hear you uh no 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 no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> i almost did it <laughs> Jesus Christ, how do I fall for that shit? Jeez. You didn't fall for it. You didn't fall I was close. I always get people with that. Whenever they say it, I'm like, so what? What? Yeah, so they're, um, I, I assume that'll be a big one this year. If anyone's planning on doing anything like that, that's a, that's going to be a no-go, I think. Yeah. I always wanted a, um, what's the book What's the book they give a handbook for oh, the deceased, for the recently or deceased. Yeah, I always yeah, thought yeah. that would make a fantastic phone case. But like yeah. you know, like you know, like the the phone cases that like older people have that are like the, the, oh, like the, the leather. Ones. Yeah, I always thought that'd be a that <laughs> so, would be to a, remind that. them of what books used to <laughs> yeah. be. No, no, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying specifically for old people, but I just thought like that yeah, would be are. quite. That would be quite a cool. <laughs> I'd use that. It's the only sort of book style one that I would use. Little thing, I I love little things like that. I think it'd be fun. I remember what the first time I saw one of those um bad motherfucker uh, wallets when I was in what's what's the what's the comic book shop that's really famous? 
that sells all the shit like that. What's it fucking called? There's one in London. Which one? Forbidden Planet. Forbidden Planet. Oh. Yeah. The first time I saw one of those in there, I was like, "This is a, you could. This is a thing. That people <laughs> people make things like this." Blown away. Ever since then, I was like, Ooh. Oh, "I fucking love something like that." You can have that idea. You can do that one for nothing. You can have that one on me. Bad motherfucker <laughs> wallets coming this year. That'd be so fucking good, wouldn't it? What What I like about that about those that wallet was it wasn't just like a cheap shit one. It was a fucking good wallet. It was a really nice, really excellent quality leather. It was the the bad motherfucker wasn't just paint on it. It was like pressed into leather and burnt in. Uh, it looked looked the bollocks. But I, I don't use a wallet now, so nah. pointless. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I had a call from a from a, a, a just registered with a new dentist. And uh, organising like to go for a for like a first checkup sort of thing, and they were like, before we like book it in, you basically have to pay for the first one over the phone sort of thing, just in case you fucking don't turn up. Blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And uh, I was like, oh, hang on, let me grab my wallet. And I was like, I don't even know where my wallet is anymore. <laughs> no. I was like, I've got my driving license downstairs, but my wallet has like just grown legs and just fucked off. But it's like I I don't use a card anymore. Everything's on my phone. Yeah. It's if I so lost easy, my phone, I would be royally fucked. I'd be, I'm basically a vegetable. I, still I can't have... do anything. I can't buy food for myself. I still I'm have like... a wallet. I still have a wallet. I just don't have a big bulky one anymore. If so it's like jing... a little card holder. I'll... It... Do you want to see it? Do you want to see my wallet? Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost so many wallets and I hate a big profile wallet. And I see all these ones about the, the ridge, whatever they're called, and the fucking RFID ones. And this is my wallet. It cost me 35p from a stationer's. I've had it six years. That's a bulldog clip, isn't it? It's a, it's a bulldog clip, and my <laughs> cards go in the middle, and my cash goes on the outside. And you can see how much use it's got, because all the paint's coming off of it. Hey, if it works, it works. It's the best wallet I've ever had. <laughs> and when I get it out, people look at it and go, the fuck is that? It's my wallet. Well, where do you put your cards? I'm like, the cards are inside, in between the cash. And they're like... Oh, and I can see them like the cogs turning. Like that actually might be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't think I'll ever go back to a normal wallet now, unless it was no. a bad motherfucker one. I might just write "bad motherfucker" on this little bulldog clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where were we? Um, I think it's me. Um, is there? Anything you would like to add to pizza eaters do you think could take the brand to the next level? Um, <clears throat> we try and keep doing like interesting product uh, projects. Like, like to do a few collabs here and there. Um, we missed out on a year with Quijibo last year. We're trying to do one a year for Nicolas Cage films with Quijibo. <laughs> uh, so we did uh, we did face off. And we've got like this idea of doing um. Uh, like a double movie fe- feature because we did it with uh, did the Wicker Man with him actually as well. So we did the front, which was like the original Wicker Man, and then mm-hmm. the back is the Nicolas Cage version. <laughs> <laughs> and he did that, obviously. Oh, we fucking love Quidgibo. Like, oh, he's when, the best. When yeah, he came on the pod, excellent. I mean, I'm still it it it. it altered my brain chemistry spending two and a bit hours talking to him (laughs) that's that's what that's genuinely how i feel i don't feel like i'm this i'm a different person having spent that time with him before and after 100 percent. i can imagine i I only get like instagram messages so 
a full on two and a half hours talking to him, I, mm. I, I wouldn't be the same. Also, we couldn't see his face throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a, like, it was like was, talking to a shadow. Yeah, there was like candles behind <laughs> him and he had a big hat on and it was just dark. And it was, you could, every now and again, you'd see a slight glimpse of it. He's just, just a force of nature, that man. He's just unbelievable. Dedicated. That's what it is. Absolute dedication. I mean, this is what he did, right? Darcy and I both, we were telling us, telling us about the books that he released and we were like, mate, those books are wicked. We love a copy. And he's like, oh, sorry, they sold out, all gone. The fucker had more printed and sent us one each. <laughs> yeah, I've got mine. Have you got yours there, Darcy? I've got mine here on the oh, it's underneath yeah. and of stuff. Yeah. He got them so he got them printed and sent them to us. And we're like, dude. And I was like, oh, you didn't actually get more printed. He was like, hundred percent I got them printed for you. <laughs> he is honestly as well, like he's the nicest guy. Yeah, oh, he's offensively just, nice. <laughs> yeah. Like for for what he puts out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it just—it's not right. Well, no, <laughs> it is right because there's like a balance. You can't, yeah, you, you can't have a t-shirt uh, with mm. fucking Harold Shipman on it and then also be an arsehole. <laughs> he, he has to. There has to be a balance in the universe. I, I said it to I said it to Thumbs when we spoke to him. And I was like, I was speaking to Quidjibo and I dropped off some stuff in the um, in Worthing where Quidjibo uh, resides in in uh where his know, current corporeal somewhere. form lives yeah um <laughs> and uh i sent him a message and i was like oh, i was in word in the other day and he was like oh you should have popped in for a cup of tea and i was like oh maybe, <laughs> maybe i will next time and i joked and i was just like oh i'm around on christmas i'll pop in for a rest and he was like no do I, was like, uh... I can imagine he'd have one prepared for you <laughs> yeah, as well he just, you know. <laughs> he's a sort of person where you'd walk in there and Whatever your heart desired would be on the table waiting for you to eat. He'd know. He'd fucking know. He'd have a Battenberg ready to go. <laughs> oh, Battenberg. Yeah. I've had a Battenberg for ages. The problem I have with a Battenberg is I never have one slice. If I buy a Battenberg, I'm eating the whole fucking thing. That's why I don't buy the extra long ones anymore. I eat the whole. I eat all of it. It's gone in a day. Mm. It's the same like when you buy like a like a baguette, like a French stick, mm. and it's like. You can't it's only good it. the first day. Yeah, yeah. like getting the end off it and it's just like, and then you just nibble on that. It's like, oh, I'll make a sandwich. And then just throughout the day, you just keep eating it. But at the end of the day, it's like, where's my fucking French stick gone? It's just like, oh, I've eaten a kilo's worth of white bread. I had seven sandwiches today. That would be what it was. Well, it's not, I don't even do it with sandwiches. I literally just break it off and just eat the bread. <laughs> just like, I'm just a fucking heathen. <laughs> I've done it walking around Tesco's before as well. Like, we'll just get to the till what? and it's all gone. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh I've, I've literally, not even that long ago, maybe six months ago, I was walking around Tesco and uh, Nick was like, oh, we had, we had some people coming around for, um, I can't remember what it was, I think we did a little thing for Ellis. And uh, she was like, get a couple of uh, French sticks and we'll just make some like little sandwiches and that. And uh, Ellis was like, Ellis is my son, by the way. Um, he was like, oh, Danny, I'm hungry. And I was like, we had these French sticks in there's nothing else I could really open because it looks like I'm stealing it. So I just like broke a big chunk off the end of the bread. And I was like, oh, I love some as well, actually. And we're just walking around Tesco's just eating bread. <laughs> Thief. Yeah. We should I'm paying for it. It's we fine. should we should probably get this question answered though, Darcy. After... <laughs> oh yeah, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anything you'd oh, add yeah. to take your brand to the next level uh, so yeah love doing collaborations with other people um, like just we, doing random we might stuff. have a collab coming up for you then Darcy what do you reckon 
With me? With us. Oh, with us? Yeah. Oh, right. I see what's going on here. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Same page, Darcy. So, yeah, coll- coll- collaboration. Sorry. I, I, was, interrupt- sorry I, was, I was just thinking about that fucking baguette. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I expect that to be a very quick interrupt and Darcy, if you understand instantly, then you'd be able to carry on with your point, but that didn't happen. <laughs> Still thinking about the guests. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> carry on, Mike. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a collaboration's called like doing random um, sort of products that aren't T-shirts, I suppose. So we did a, um, we got like a, oh God, how long ago was it? Probably uh, two years ago. We got like a bunch of artists together, put out like a, a thing and we were like uh we want to do a serial killer book we'll give you a serial killer or you pick your serial killer we'll tick them off a list you do like a two-page spread uh anything you want to do with them uh send them to us uh basically all they did was they would pay like i think it was 15 quid and that covered the printing costs for their five books and then we'd send them five and they could do whatever they want like uh, we put them in evidence bags, wrapped them in crime scene tape, nice. splat, splat <laughs> like cool. fl- fake blood on them and stuff. And that was like a cool thing. Um, we're doing, or in the middle of at the moment, want to start putting out like a little mini zine to go out of every order. Okay. So what we're going to do is like, we're going to like in just a probably like A5, only like 10 pages, do like an interview of a brand uh, have like a customer of the month or whatever it is and like just ask them some questions someone can send in artwork whatever they want to do just something to send out with each order only only small but do miss doing that sort of stuff so try to get back into that every so often because i i love random freebies with shirts yeah yeah, yeah like there's do. there's nothing better than putting what something sells like, it, isn't it yeah i'm just like one of my favorites was um it didn't sell very well, but uh, Cloverfield. Mm. Yeah. So Great when film. that first came out, I was obsessed with the uh, like the in the stuff that they put on in, on the internet. Like there was like random photos on this website. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. got hold of them, printed them through free snaps. Uh, got hold of like screenshots from they had like maps and stuff. It was a slush show stuff. Just putting like freebies in with t shirts. Like that isn't just a sticker. Because not everyone wants a pizza sticker, weirdly. I don't know why. Um, (laughs) Well, they don't like they don't like pizza. Yeah, you know what you know what you should do though. If you do stickers just with your brand stuff on, is make them shiny because people are magpies. Oh, hundred percent. Anything shiny. I'm exactly the same. I just got these printed for my uh, for my print shop, and they are made out of they call them brushed alloy. Yeah, and they're like they're proper thick, and like they feel a bit like metally. Yeah. Um, hindsight, they're too small, um, and I ordered two hundred of them, which is really annoying. Yeah, um, it still work. But yeah, 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 people do like stickers. But yeah, free. We, we we toyed around doing things like a lot of zine or whatever with even just like a, a little breakdown of how we did the design that's the a t-shirt cool that that, yeah. that they've got. I think that's something probably to come for later, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think like... that the issue is we're still in relative infancy with... Well, we are in infancy with, with, with our brand. And if you start off doing all of that shit, the yeah. only way you've you can go it is... You've got to up every You've got to keep going up and up and up. Whereas yeah. we're, we're sort of building building up and building up. You're definitely at a position where you can do shit like that and it'll, 
it fucking rock. Like, yeah, 100%. it's just I just love doing like we did um when we did a Tony Hawk's to, pro skater, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we we made uh, tech decks, so ordered oh, like cool. ordered like a hundred of them from overseas somewhere, and found a printing company to print vinyl stickers. Mm. Uh, got them like recreated the uh, the designs from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, uh, the decks onto like these little vinyl stickers. Amazing. Mate, when I, when I tell you, I had a hundred of these decks in this room, uh, like hundreds of vinyl stickers, and I was laying them down on the decks, cutting around, sanding it down so it smooths. Oh my god, that shit took a long time. Did you do the toy machine one? Yes, yeah. So um, we did fucking a... I- iconic that deck. That's oh, so good. I don't. I've got a lot of stuff. There's usually something hanging around. No, I don't. But, have but, one but, on. but I mean, you probably, you probably could have, you could have just done stickers in the shape of the skateboard for all, mm. all of the skateboard designs and given that it now. <laughs> that probably would have done. But going that extra level is, I mean, it's commitment, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's mad the stuff you can find online. We were going to, with a Descent shirt, they just never arrived in time. We were going to send out, like, uh, climbing hooks with each order, but they just, yeah, they wouldn't have got here in time, unfortunately. Need to think of these ideas a bit more ahead of time. Yeah. Mm. um, Are you still, you you run on pre-orders, don't you? Yes, yeah. yeah. How, how How do you find that goes? Because it works great for some people, some people we've spoken to tried it; it just didn't work. Like they have to, mm. but because some well, brands we some, with it, we, we have some brands we've spoken to, they have yeah. an idea, they want to get it out there, so they just go and get some done, and and it's done. And other people, they're a bit, I guess, like you are, you sort of plan a bit further ahead, and you know sort of what's coming. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you say this, it really <laughs> depends. <laughs> it really depends, like. Because working it around like a full time job and kids and whatnot, like it's sometimes it gets hard to to realize what you're going to do a couple of months ahead. So we usually know mm. two months. I think I'd say we've got about two months every time at any point. Sorry that we know is coming up. Um, and the pre order thing, it's just something we've always done. Mm. Um, you'll find. It helps for us because some shirts hit and some shirts just don't. Yeah. We don't um, We don't always sell a fantastic amount of shirts. Some shirts will take a loss on. Others will do really well. Mm. Um, That's just the way though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it just, it, if anything, it just helps us gauge like, okay, we need to order this many extras mm. and these are the sizes that we need to get because... There'd be nothing, nothing worse because Mike obviously he keeps everything at his house. He handles like all the shipping. I don't touch it. I'm like, um, okay, yeah, I'm a kept man. Yeah, you really you fucking dodged a bullet there, <laughs> didn't you? That is so, the worst part of it. Yeah. How how is this kind of like your pre order model structured? Then is it based purely off kind of like your organic following, or do you run ads and shit like that? Or uh, no, no ads. I think we run an ad once, and then we're just like, no, I'm not spending money on that. Um, yeah. It's just purely on follows and shares, to be oh, honest. So nice man. It's that's why sometimes it can be a bit brutal because you'll find like with Instagram, you go in like waves, and it's all really done on Instagram. 
you go mm. through like waves of engagement with posts. Yeah, 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 yeah. currently and, very like, shit at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. So like there, there's one point where we were getting like two to three thousand views on a story, and then I, I could look at some now, and I think we'd be lucky if we hit five hundred. Yeah, so I mean, like, we, yeah. When we were talking to Fums in the previous episode, he was saying that when he hit fifty thousand followers, some of the posts from in that up to fifty thousand have got yeah. more likes on them than the ones he's got now, and he's got one hundred and seventy something thousand now. Like he's got Mad, his actual engagement rate has gone down, and the his and his following rate is tripled. Yeah. Well, we we found that when so when we were we ran ads for probably best part of a year and we were with an agency so we weren't handling any of it it's like yeah. i'm not fucking spending money with knowing that i'm putting those together because it's just going to be a fucking waste um and it worked well for a while but anyway that went tits up but when we stopped spending money our engagement rate just fucking fell off a cliff really it was, yeah it was like even like the like the organic stuff we just seemed to have much more of a reach when we were spending money yeah um which is just yeah so it was like if we put up a post, it might get two, three hundred likes or whatever, and then it dropped to like thirty. That's mad, and it's, it's how Instagram's like, I suppose, modeled. To be fair, they, yeah. they want you to spend money, and they'll push yeah, yeah. the posts out. Um, mm. Yeah, no, it's not something we've ever done. I don't know whether we would. Um, probably not, unless we got like licensing. I don't think we'd yeah. ever advertise while we're doing what we do. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's the grey area, isn't if it? it ain't broke. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. We, like I said, there's some shirts that really hit, and some that just don't, and just go with it. To be honest, not going to stop making them just because one doesn't do very well. Yeah. See, see, we're Darcy and I are in the fortunate position where we're both printers, so Good made you guys. Yeah, yeah, well, in many ways, because we can release a design. We could and... end up with a shit ton of stock that nobody yeah. wants. <laughs> Well, yeah, there is that. But it's we like, also... should we print ten? No, no. Let, let's just print fifty. It'll be alright. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, don't. We didn't print many for our first. Our no, first drop we didn't. Did we? Printed um, like fifteen or something. Yeah, but but no. Worst case scenario, we can we can sit there. We can put the screens up on the on the on the machine, and all we've lost is the time and energy making a screen effectively. Yeah. Like yeah. If, if if we don't end up selling any, and if so, if someone does order one and it's already sitting there up on the up mm. on the print table we can just put dump some ink in it and go like it's not it's not the end of the world yeah whereas yeah, yeah you're you're not in that situation whack, whack. No. <laughs> <laughs> i'll be honest like i don't know how other brands do it but we don't tend to order an awful lot of like leftovers mm. because it's technically just run out of mike's house he's got like two kids and a wife to think about and <laughs> There's only so many uh, spare T-shirts you can have lying around the house, to be honest, yeah. for that amount Plus, of time. Like Wet Wide are, are run very similarly. Like they're 100% on the pre-order model, and like you know, I know because I used to print their stuff, and it's like they never used to order like a huge amount extra. It was kind of like if they had 40 pre-orders, they'd order 52 or something like. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. And it was like it's it's a nice model. Like if you can get it to to work like that to, to me anyway that's the ideal model because it's yeah. kind of like you're, it's, it's you're basically no waste isn't no it? yeah exactly you're guaranteed yeah. no waste and it's like and with downcast like there's and i've said it loads of times like fucking there's stuff in here that i just wish i hadn't printed 
yeah. like you know and it's not because i don't like the stuff but it's kind of like i just should have thought more about it i think being a printer and having like the um the tools there to be like oh i can just make up a screen i've got some screens already coated uh, fucking all i've got to do is print off the design takes me 15 minutes rinse it out and dry it and then whack it up on press and it was like yeah that was a shit idea like the last t-shirt i printed for downcast was just before christmas uh not this year just gone the year before so i haven't printed anything for the brand since then i'm just trying to fucking shift the stock and close it down but I printed up 25 tees in it's like this metallic gold yeah. um, on acid wash shirts because I had them lying around and they're literally there. And I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> you know, you know how many I've sold? God. None. Oh, oh it's funny you should say that because uh, genuinely that is my girlfriend's favorite t-shirt that you've done. She was on your website the other day and she was like, can you buy this for me, please? I was like, oh yes, I'll get one for you from Darcy. She, she can have them. <laughs> Genuinely. She can have all of them. She can have all 25. She saw it and she was like, oh, small you... to 2XL. I was going to say, can you bring one down for you when you come down and see me next weekend? Yeah, of course. Uh, thanks, mate. Yeah, let me know what you want. I'll ship it to you. Or, oh no, I'm coming down next weekend. Yeah, down. I'll bring, bring it to it, you. Bring, yeah. bring it with you. I'll bring you some more socks as well. Thanks, the man. socks are the one things that I genuinely really want to hang on, on to. So I've got, you can't see it because it's off camera, but here I think I've got 800 pairs of socks. Oh, wow. Yeah. RC is then... actually part centipede. <laughs> 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 and then that one, two, three, four, five has got more socks in it. That's a lot of socks. Yeah. So I've, I've got a lot of socks. I've, like I've literally got like a like... life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they Darcy had a, a double fuck up with the socks and he ended up with fucking loads of them. <laughs> so they're the might as well fucking open. Before These I were our best best selling design for fucking ages. Like these nice. Deathmoth socks. Um I think I've probably got about six hundred pairs of those. Um but that like that was it it wasn't necessarily a mistake. Because that was when we were at our peak of earning sort of thing. Yeah. And I ordered them. And then literally the next month, that's when the down spiral started. Uh, and it was kind of like people stopped buying. And I was like, shit, what the fuck do I do with all these socks? Yeah. Um, but I have donated a lot to charity. Like when they've put out their like local homeless charities and stuff. And they put out their pills yeah. in winter. Being like, we need fucking warm socks. And Pav, you can vouch for how fucking comfy and warm they are. They're um, such good socks. And they, what's great about them is they feel just as good after washing them as they do the first time you put them on. Nice. And I know Darcy's weird because Darcy washes them before he puts them on the first time. Hmm. Don't you? I don't wear new clothes. No? No. no I've got to give it a wash. before. Because he knows yeah. someone like him has probably touched them in the process of it being manufactured. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's Unclean. rubbed their penis all over their shirts. <laughs> Yeah, if if anybody's listening that I've printed for, just want to clarify, I haven't rubbed myself on your shirts. <laughs> you're like you're like Frank from um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I, I want to be pure. Fucking <laughs> 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 oh. oh. Have you done a Warriors T-shirt? Because I haven't been able to find one. No. No, but we you have not. Fucking should, because that would <laughs> so suit your style, and it's one of my favourite films of all time. 
I have not seen it. That's fine. I'm not going to chastise you for not. Uh, you, not everyone's seen everything all the time. No, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. That's totally cool. You're I'm, aware I'm of it, with though. Mike. Oh I'm yeah, with Mike. I've never seen Warriors. No, uh, I I know of it. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I watched that. I was way too young the first time I watched that. Way too young, and uh, it sort of stuck with me. And it's just, I mean, it's actually. It's not one of these wanky films where it's like, oh, it's like the Goonies. It's a cult classic. You need to watch it and love it. No, it's not. It's not one of those. I mean, a lot of it doesn't make sense. It's basically just gangs going around fighting, which is cool. Um, Fair enough. But like like one one of the gangs is on rollerblades and it's like, we'll just fucking run across the grass and then they can't get you. But it's (laughs) the. Yeah, yeah, it's shit like that. What's that that movie about like the roller derby? Oh, um, oh, what's it called? Not that seen just it. popped into my head. That's a flashback. And it's like fighting. Is it roll, like, it's rollerball? Like, yeah, rollerball. That's rollerball? it. Yeah. Excellent film. That's I mean that's incredibly that. niche, that film. Yeah, you'd <laughs> like that, Pav. You'd like that. Have I seen it? Oh no, I have seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen yeah. it. Yeah. I'd forgotten that film existed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't am I going mad or did they do a computer game based off that film? I love that era of films like the whole like I mean that wasn't necessarily fitting into the martial arts sort of (laughs) but like that's a loose yeah yeah the the Jean-Claude Van Damme films and everything I've watched um, recently I've recently watched Bloodsport again and I was like what an epic film that is the music is awful it's so bad. But that it makes doesn't... it better, like that awful music. Yeah. Whenever, like, 80s films were just really heavy synth. Yeah. It just doesn't fit. <laughs> Fantastic. I find that, I find films now a bit shit because I find them too polished and yeah. too long. Yeah. Way too long. Films need to be an hour and 30, hour and 40 max. That's how mm. long a film should be. Mm. It shouldn't be two and a half hours. The fuck's that all about? What is that all about? <laughs> Why are they doing this to me? So here's, here's a question: What's the best film soundtrack ever? Oh, I know mine. I, I, go know, first? I know mine. Yeah, you go first. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty so good. good. Do you know yours, Mike? Are we going like music in the film or like songs attached to that film? Uh, I think you can do either. Oh, I'd mm. probably go, uh, I, we did it, like Queen of a Damned. Like that era for me was just like, it was all, seen that. it was like Deftones, uh, oh, right. Static X and stuff. It, it's a horrendous film. It is absolute <laughs> dog shite. But the music in it is fantastic. They had like, uh, they did like original songs for it and stuff. So you had like, uh, I was like Disturbed and Lincoln Park, and like they'd mix their voices together to make the vampire voice. It's horrible, but it's fantastic. Just reminds me of being like fourteen. We will accept that. Vampires as, we, are cool. We will accept that as an answer then. Yes. Hmm. I've got I've got a double for mine. Can I do a double? Because they're two very different films. Uh, Lion King. Nice. Uh, but then, like, I wouldn't actually sit down and listen to Lion King soundtrack. Uh, you need to be watching it. 
like yeah. while it's I can see visuals. you in your car be like the kingdom of love. <laughs> um <laughs> but I think the best like actual just to listen to human traffic. Mm. Yeah. I watched I it said. again recently and it, it's what I said. You said. I said. You said. Nice one, brother. Nice <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, Danny Dyer and that is absolutely spectacular. Um, it is. Yeah, I watched it again recently on a on a coach while I was on a coach, and it's just fucking. You said well, uh, whilst you were on coke. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do that. What, what a fucking time to watch that! <laughs> Don't do that. It, it's just, it's just incredible. Like it is. Mm. I, it's, I don't. It's the only film I think I've ever watched that literally has no plot that I've enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, there's no plot whatsoever. It's just, it's, just, it's just, like... just five friends going out and getting fucked up. Yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of cool. There's, a, there's, a, there's a, there's yeah. a beauty to it. Oh, I'm just fucking reminiscing about awesome movies now. <laughs> well, we took, I need to go and watch, to go and watch the right person. I think, I think what you need to do, Mike, is you need to watch Warriors. The Warriors, right? On the list. And then you, I think when you watch it, you'll be like, do you know what? Followed this by is, Mortal Kombat. This is, this, is Kombat. this is ripe for a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing as well, though. Like, I, I don't think I could do something where I haven't seen it and don't enjoy it. No, hundred like, percent. That's what we we always try and make sure that I've done some things that I'm not as familiar with as same uh, Northern Mike is, and he'll mm. send me like stuff like, "Oh, make sure you include this, put this on there. Mm. Uh, this would be really good. Go and watch this episode because it'll be like stuff that I remember." Um, but yeah, he we always make sure that it's something that we really enjoy because I I kind of feel like I'd make something really shite and generic. If... What are we what are we gonna say, Darcy? What's the word of the day? Um, your begins word with, begins with A. Begins with A. Yeah, authenticity. There we go. Ah. It comes up. It comes up pretty much every episode, doesn't it? There's, you don't want to know how many different words popped into my head there. <laughs> don't say anal. Don't say anal. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think you, I think you have to. You can't. One of you has to. You don't both have to have a like a hundred percent knowledge of something, but no. definitely one of you at least. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think you'd be able to tell a mile off if someone doesn't like it or doesn't yeah. know much about. Because one of my favorite things to do is like putting random niche things on sleeves, mm. like just random little bits from something that you might not even pick up, but. If you like it enough, you'll like. Uh, yeah, you're very good reference. at using using the sleeves, aren't you? Oh, uh, they're they're usually my favourite part. I just feel like you can just pretty much put anything on them. Mm. They're just a really cool place to put a print. Yeah, like we did a in our first drop, we did a. Might as well show you these. We've shown everybody else. So here's Hab's entry to the lineup. That... Fantastic, master of Nunu. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that uh, Matt from Rogue said too niche even for me. <laughs> and I did uh, this monstrosity. Oh my god! Someone messaged me about doing a blobby shirt the other day. No, no. Link, link it. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it out there. Sleeves. Love it. That I haven't, I haven't got one of those, Darcy. By the way, have you not? No. Oh, I have to bring you one. Please do. 
just write me a shopping list for what you want. <laughs> just 400 <laughs> pairs of socks. Picking all the things out from his room that I want. <laughs> yeah, um, but, I mean, they've been like... Do you, do you want that chair? If I could, I. They've yeah, been... it's, it, I mean, it's quite squeaky. Do you want me to sample it? <laughs> do you mind? This is, this is the one thing that on uh, 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 that we do on video that will actually work in audio format as well. Go on, then. Let's try it. Go on, then. Make it squeaky. So, Go on. Little secret. I used to use this chair for podcasting, and I wouldn't move a fucking muscle for the whole episode. <laughs> Let's see if it still squeaks. It's probably been sitting for so long that it's like... All right, can you hear this? I know. It's not squeaking. You fixed it. What the fuck? Well done, mate. Well done. I can I can start using this chair again. It's so much more comfortable. <laughs> fucking, I'm use now. it, use it, use it for the rest of the pod, and then we'll we'll point out if we can hear it squeaking. All right. How's that sound? Just going to randomly Just overlay say, some what? chair squeaks every time. Yeah. You see a movie. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I'm actually a little bit gutted that didn't squeak. I'm, I'm, pleased, I'm pleased it didn't. Great content, oh, mate. <laughs> so that, I mean, that, that, what we were talking about actually leads us on very nicely. Darcy fucking hates you want to say this. Leads us on very nicely to my next question. Um, mm. What is it like running a brand with someone remotely? Darcy and I sort of know what this is like, but not to the extent that that you and Mike have. It's, yeah. It's quite an unusual setup, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, I think it's quite... I don't know how it is with you guys, um, but I think it's quite useful that, like, our roles. Like I said, <laughs> what we do is very... Not separate, but, like, it's very determined. So I basically handle any design aspect. I'll get done. Mm. Mike will send over ideas. And there are th- some things that Mike will do. Um but it is, it can be uh, a logistical nightmare sometimes if you're doing things. So like I was saying with those Tony Hawk's boards, like I was the one that ended up doing those, but that was mainly because it was a collaboration with Final Boss. They were in South Wales, so I boxed them all up and drove them over to, mm. to Eric and met him there. Um, I quite like it, to be honest. I, it take, I, I it takes some of the pressure off, doesn't it? I mean, I I sort of tried to run a brand many years ago. Darcy's obviously run his his own one that he's had, and now how Darcy and I work together, I don't think I want to do it by myself anymore. No, no. I, I, I can't see the, the amount of people don't understand the amount of work that goes into it, oh, and one one little like hold up just snowballs i mean we had major issues with our with our website and and getting everything live there was just technical issues left right and center and it just snowballed us for like six months yeah and we got really behind and then you know then i have to i ship all the if it basically that happened to me and all the technical issues have been going on i would have just given up there then and there but we've got like yeah but we have you know you have a sort of responsibility to the other person to yeah It, it it keeps you going yeah, yeah, because Mike will be like, oh, like we need to get this done. I'm like, do you know what? I, I can't just like sit around or make excuses and not do something because it's not just it's not just about me. Mm. But I, I think you're entirely right. Having someone There's else another to share a, that with Accountability. You. Accountability. Yeah. yeah, nice. I like that. You've got sharing 
that burden sometimes of like the design because like I said i don't think people sometimes understand how much work goes into it yeah like the amount of oh, time it takes to design something oh it's, it's mental handling all the social media stuff like we try our best uh, like we, we try and get people like if there's order issues and stuff to like always email it to us because michael handle the the email side of things because he's got access to all of the orders and all of the inventory and stuff like that. And then I try my best to stay on top of social media stuff. Okay. That's where it, it maybe does fall down a little bit. Like if someone does message on so on Instagram, for example, talking about an order, I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah, you don't fucking know about it. So yeah, it's um there's there's pros and cons, but I, I like having him um it's like just that support as well and mm. if you ever feel like because i've had it loads of times where i feel like i'm running out of ideas and he'll just send things across and i'm like oh do you know what actually yeah that'll work yeah, yeah. we, we do darcy and i do that a lot we just send shit back and forth we're like what's it what about this i mean that that um the tubbies and the tubica one yeah like, the, the initial idea was there pretty quickly and then went through some and I, I liked it but i was never mega happy with it like yeah, there was always something missing and then when I did the Metabica, when I actually made it Metabica and then did the, I sent it to Darcy and he was like, mate, that's it. That's and I was, like, was like, sure. I was like, that is it. Like you've fucking done it. Like it's done. Yeah. And I was like, whew. like it was, <laughs> I, I, again, I, I probably would have given up on it if Darcy yeah. hadn't, hadn't have been like going, come on, mate. Fuck but it's that as well, isn't it? Like that, um, uh, how to put it like, Oh, it's like not a confidence boost, but like when when the other person goes, yeah, do you know what? Like you've nailed that one. Mm-hmm. It almost yeah. like, it like eggs you on a bit, doesn't it? It does. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we, I think especially with our second drop that we're doing, I think me and you have have like bounced off each other a lot more because we're yeah, doing way like a subject that's like really really close to like both what we love. Mm. Yeah, and it's like you know the the those two were like you know so we're doing it in kind of like themes. So the first one was freaks. Yeah. Um. The second one is I can't remember if decided a name yet, but yeah, we have. Anyway, it's we, okay. Well, let's not reveal that. We'll reveal on. it. We'll t- we'll tell you about it later. Mike. So, what achievement are you most proud of since you've been running pizzeritas? Um. And do you reckon yours and Mike's uh, idea of best achievement would be the same on this one? No, no, it'd be definitely be different, definitely <laughs> different. Um, so, I think Mike's might be. Um, we made uh, an official trading card game for the festival that we met at. Um, oh, cool! Two years back, no, last year. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Time flies, isn't it? Maybe two, like not October, the October before. Yeah, it's we weird did, um... when it's the start of the year because it's like it's last year, but it's only yeah. just last year, isn't it? Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a year ago. Um, but yeah, that was mental. Like got in contact with all these bands, uh, got approval for them, um, got to put like their logo on. Uh, they they were selling them through their their official site. I reckon that'd probably be Mike's because it was a festival he's been to like probably six seven times, I think. Um, oh wow! So yeah, I think uh, I think that might be his. Mine was uh, 
lead singer of Cannibal Corpse bought our uh, Jingle the Way t-shirt. Oh, why? Oh, mate, (laughs) this is, I'm retiring, like, that's it, I'm done. (laughs) That's all I need to do. I was really fucked off that I missed out on that, I saw it too late. Oh, I was like, fuck, so I really, I really, I mean, it's the perfect Christmas shirt, in my opinion. Because you can wear it all year round. Yeah. But it is still a Christmas film. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's ideal. I got on a BuzzFeed list once as well. Did you? Early days, yeah. We, um, one of our colouring books got on there. It was um, top 20 things to do while you Netflix and chill. And, uh, what, doing what? a colouring book while you're fingering a bird? What's that all about? <laughs> <laughs> what is that all about? Did they actually write that? Practice your, practice your um, dexterity. That's the yeah. word, isn't it? Dexterity. Yeah. Yeah. Ambidextrous. Yeah. 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 Pab's thinking. Yeah. That's the work. clever one with words. Uh, yeah, I've not got the words. Uh, words. <laughs> <laughs> I turned uh, into I'm that a... thing from Goonies that I don't like. What's it? Called? What's his name? Sloth. Sloth. Yeah. yeah. Turned into him. Go. <laughs> I'm oh. just going to Google that just to make sure I'm. I'm sure. I... Is the, does Buzzfeed still exist? I hope not. What a load of shit that website yeah, was. Yeah, that was atrocious. It was fucking weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it just yeah. sort of dexterity. It, it's sort of well done, mate. Well done for nine words. I, I did a clever word. I did, 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 <laughs> I did a word. Um, it sort of came out, came out of nowhere, and then almost disappeared. Died very quickly. Just bullshit blog articles. Like I, yeah. so, at the time when Buzzfeed was like booming, I worked. I worked in the charity sector for quite a long time, and at the time, I was working for an anti-bullying charity. Have since gone on to be quite big um and i was in charge of events and fundraising and part of my job role kind of transitioned into creating content for the website and it was writing like most of it was like fundraising orientated things um but occasionally it was just like random shit and my boss who was obsessed with buzzfeed She's like, oh, do it like this, do it like this. She's like, really? Like, do I have to use fucking like gifs and shit in my fucking like <laughs> blog? And it was just like, yeah, yeah, it's good for user engagement, man. Um, he didn't sound like that. He sounded like a fucking dead end. Um, but um, yeah, I, I did. I did read an article at BuzzFeed. I'm on BuzzFeed now. I've just logged out. It's still going, sadly. Wow. Um, yeah. and they they purposely put weird numbers for things because it people find if they put like top ten, whatever. Yeah. It's less top, interesting than top, top twelve. Yeah, top twelve. Uh, or like, or like people are like, hold on, what? It must be a really good list if there's fucking they gone to had to go to twelve. Some weird <laughs> psychology. Yeah, it's fucking and like that's why they like oh, 29 reasons you might be a Disney princess. Like that, there's they do it on purpose. See, I'm not clever enough to think that or click on it because of that. I I always just looked at that as like. They wanted like forty, but they couldn't think of forty. <laughs> so they've gone, ah, oh, twenty nine's good enough. That yeah, like, you know. Yeah. yeah, it could be that as well. Maybe, I've just said it more as like out. idiocy than, than, than I mean, it is actually the sort of website that could be done completely through ChatGPT, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the sort of website that ChatGPT has made the writers redundant. Because mm. there's no actual writing there, is it? It's all like mm. links from other places. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why are and we talking about BuzzFeed? The... BuzzFeed can do one. Fuck them. That was my uh, crowning goal. Should, 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 we start, should we start talking about uh, recipe websites? That, this episode uh, is sponsored by BuzzFeed. Before, uh... <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> we'll get taken down. Um, yeah, anyway, let's not talk about websites. Have we, have we, we done, a, have we done both of your achievements? Of... Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, mine okay. was uh, Cannibal Corpse. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mike, I reckon, yeah, fest fest trading cards. That was probably high on the list, I think. What's the festival called again? Uh it's just it's really fucking hard to find because it's just called Fest. Uh but if you search Fest Gainesville, it'll come up. It's like a it's made like punk. Uh I suppose if you Google Fest Festival, it sounds like you got a fucking stutter, doesn't it? <laughs> So you'd love who, where I used to work, who we used to print for. We used to print for, um, uh, who do we used to fucking print for? Well, if you don't know, we don't know. <laughs> fucking hell, like Morbid Angel, um, Napalm Death, all nice. those sort of bands, like Mushroom Head, all that. Yeah. It's fucking so cool. I loved loved working there with the artwork and stuff, but the working conditions were just, yeah. Diabolical. Fucking hell, we've got the Wonder Years playing. Yeah, yeah, so really good, really good festival. Quite a, quite a good mix. And honestly, like the idea of going to a festival, but then at the end of the night you go home to your hotel room, was just mm. heaven. Like, that's cool. I'm not built for camping or being outside too Mate, much. Mate, one of the one of the more no. <laughs> one of the best festivals I ever went to was a festival called Ziggit in Budapest, and it's on an island, uh, in the in the Danube. And you have to like walk over the bridge to it, and it was so cheap going there that we ended up getting an apartment for the five of us, and we were like, "Oh, it's just an apartment. Like it would be like whatever. Like just nice to have a bed or whatever." We paid two hundred and fifty quid each for the week for this apartment, and we all had double beds, en suites, oh. <laughs> TVs in the yes. room. It was and it was incredible and like because the festival is one of those ones that sort of runs sort of mid-afternoon until the early hours of the morning yeah you're going you're going home at like 5 a.m going back to mm. a nice bed like getting up having a proper show it was one of the best festivals i've ever been to it was it was incredible and we're yeah. standing there and they had oh we've got a special guest i think i've mentioned this on the, on the podcast before and they're, they're like oh you, you can come down to the festival a day early we've got a special guest playing um we have to like pay for the extra ticket so we paid 20 euros to go in there. Didn't know who it was. And then we're waiting around. Guest comes on an hour late. And it's Prince. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they just fucking randomly had Prince just turn up. Like, it, it was in a like, box. Yeah, and Release like, him. him. Release the Kraken. This was the first the first day we'd actually got to the... We were there like, the day before. Bummed That's around insane. so we knew where everything was. They were like, oh, they literally just sorted an email. We could have missed the email. Oh, come down. Yeah, yeah. Come down. Pay an extra 20 euros for the extra ticket, for the day ticket. And, uh, yeah, Prince. Just so nonchalant Pay about 20, it. Just like, 20 oh, yeah, euros. Like surprise act. Yeah. Fucking 15 quid to see Prince. The whole the whole <laughs> festival for the week there and, like, the flights out there and having the lovely apartment and the taxis getting turned from the from the, the festival that was less than I normally spend going to Glastonbury. Like, considerably less. That's Mad. insane. It was mental. Got, uh, I've got a mate who was uh, he was at a, a quite a famous music college in Brighton or music uni uh, in Brighton. Anyway, uh, they put out uh, the the college uni whatever the fuck they're called. 
um, put out this uh, newsletter to all the students and they were like, there's a secret gig happening uh, from a very, very well-known band playing at Concord in Brighton. Um, first, I think it was like 15 students or someone who'd turn up, get a ticket. Um, anyway, these students have turned up and they've got given these tickets and it was this random fucking band name. I can't remember what it was, but they've turned up, waited around, support act came on and then uh, like half an hour later, Foo Fighters walked on stage. Fuck off. <laughs> in, in Concord. Have you been to Concord, Pat? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, so you know, it's not a big venue. It's not a big venue. <laughs> it's just like, oh, fucking Dave Grohl and fucking Taylor Hawkins and everything just walk out. And they were just like, what the fuck is happening? I think I, I probably like, would. Yeah. I probably would have actually shit myself. Mm. That'd be uncomfortable yeah. for an hour and a half. Uh, I, I've got this weird thing about every time I go to a gig, someone else's bodily fluid ends up on me. I was at, stop, I was, suck, stop I, sucking off men in the toilet. Actually, I was I was at I was at Concord when I was watching Ben Howard, and I was the most chilled like musician in the world, like just sitting there strumming his guitar, blah, 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 waiting for him to come on. Just wanked on you. They threw, they threw up all over my back. Oh, yeah, Ben like, Howard gig. Yeah, yeah, literally puked up on wow. it, it, dribbled down the back of my shirt. I had to go go back oh, to the hotel and get grim. changed and come back. I got uh, uh, um pulp. Uh, I got a man had a nosebleed on top of me. Literally, we, he was on someone's shoulders and sneezed and had a nosebleed and it literally covered me in his blood. That was good. Uh, you understand and, yeah. that you're going to be like the first infected when yeah, there's yeah. a zombie outbreak, <laughs> yeah. right? Like... The, the, worst, the worst one I had was Jamie T at Alexandra Palace and uh, people were throwing drinks around and that. And I was like, oh, someone's throwing a drink and hit me in the leg. And I was like, why am I still getting wet? And then I looked down and the guy was pissing up against my leg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I mate. and I had um I had boots on. So because I had boots on, it was dribbling down my leg and going straight <laughs> into the boot. <laughs> I was walking around with socks covered in his Give yourself piss fucking in his trench foot. <laughs> Why is my leg so that was pretty wet. bad? So oh, the, uh, all, all I'm missing is uh semen. Being I haven't been I haven't been sneezed on, which I don't know that's a bad one. <laughs> Yeah, jizz uh, and poo. You know what's happening this year. Yeah, I'm, 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 go, I'm going to I'm going to Soul Wax on Friday tomorrow. Oh. Um, so I'm, I'm fingers crossed I can tick another one off the list. <laughs> Don't tell us which one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we're going to see uh, we're going to see Idols in. Uh, oh, I nice. thought it was like middle of this year. Um, turns out it's in fucking December, like towards Christmas. And I've been getting like really excited. And I said to Nick the other day, I was like, when are we going to see Idols? She's like, oh, it's like the 14th of December or something. Like that. I was just like, oh, there's my enthusiasm gone. You're not good at like, getting the dates right for, for gigs, though, are you, Darcy? No, notoriously. Darcy notoriously. went to a, dig, a gig on the wrong date, didn't you, Darcy? I've, oh, well, I've been man. to multiple on the wrong date. <laughs> just turn it up like to a closed venue just well the the worst one is i had tickets to go see jimmy Carr, yep. and i turned up a year early we had we had nish kumar and uh turned up a day late and then there wow. was another one when i first moved to brighton it wasn't a big gig or anything but I still like bought tickets for it and uh, I turned up the week after. <laughs> it was just like not even the same date. 
It was just like, you know, the year one was like, I'd obviously just not read the fucking year, but like, yeah. That's fantastic. A year early. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then wow. in the end, what happened was, is I completely forgot about it. Book tickets to go and see Placebo uh, in London. And it fell on the same fucking date. Oh. And I got a reminder being like, don't forget to print your tickets for Jimmy Carr. I was just like, oh. Oh, went last year, right? Fuck. <laughs> I've already been right to that. Fucking laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a right laugh. The bouncers laughed at me and everything. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm, what's that? What's that German word when you enjoy other people's misfortune? What's it called? That's it. Yeah. Hilarious. Oh. Anyway, right, uh, so this is our little segment uh, where we pass on a question from the previous guest, who you now know is Thumbs. Mm. So Thumbs asks... Okay, yeah, if you could have a talent or skill that is not related to your current one, that that you do for a living, obviously, that you're prolific at, what would it be? Excellent. And why? good. love to be able to play an instrument i've just got absolutely zero coordination used to think i could play guitar when i was younger but i couldn't not at all i can't do you know what? maybe drums i wish i could play drums i feel like that'd be cool yeah, my um, missus is a drummer and i'm yeah. just like i've i've always been like a guitarist and singer and like I'm just always been really envious of drummers. I just yeah. want to hit stuff in rhythm. <laughs> I've got no I, I can hit stuff no really hard, but it's just like, yeah, that that sounds like shit, Darcy. Please stop. You're hurting my ears. <laughs> yeah, a, I feel like that'd be a cool one to have. Like, because I feel like when you, drummers just have, like, say, just rhythm, mm-hmm. and I, I don't have rhythm at all. You need an internal metronome, don't you? Yeah. Mm. I, I can't do it. And like the idea of my feet doing something while my hands do something different, just no. Yeah, I can't be doing I yeah. I can't do that. I haven't no. got the I haven't got the I used to play guitar and piano and I was try shit at it, it for that exact reason. Try it. Try wanking and doing the Irish jizz at the same time. That might improve your coordination. That's a great idea. <laughs> when in doubt. You also might yank it have a wank. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't fall at the wrong time. <laughs> uh, that, 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 that reminds me, there was a, where was it? I saw it? It was a list of, it might, it might actually have been BuzzFeed. I saw this on, or a link someone sent me. And it was, um, why are we plugging them? I don't know. It, but it, it was a list of all the funniest YouTube comments of all time. And it was, um, you know, the bit in Insidious where the, the was was it 27 and a half it? funniest YouTube comments of all <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where the, where the things behind him, and yeah. uh, and there's a, a, a there's a clip of that on YouTube. And the the top comment is, "I was scratching my balls when this happened and nearly ripped my dick off." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's, that is, oh. <laughs> the other one that was really good on that list was there was a a video of a guy playing like classical guitar. And he was bald, and he had a really long fucking beard, and the beard was almost touching the guitar. And uh, and the comment was something like, um, uh, "His music's so good that his hair moved down to his chin to hear it better." 
<laughs> oh, that video you sent me the other day, and you were just you just said the comments. Oh, the comments it's are the, my favourite part of any video now. It's these this these rather rotund guys in a band, and it's yeah. when I say rotund, I mean like American rotund, right? And they they're don't a good sound band. Bad they're a good me, band, I think. Let me but literally, the it. comments were just like, "Oh my fucking!" <laughs> it was what like if? girth, fire, and water, and shit <laughs> like that. Yeah, where is it? <laughs> it's like, I felt so bad for it, but at the I same felt... time, I couldn't help but keep reading. The thing so is, like... you see those videos, don't you? And you're like, "I've got to go to the comments." Yeah, instantly, like, what's going to happen? It was Blink One Eight Two. A-T-E. Slim Knot. Burger for my Valentine. <laughs> Tons and Roses. <laughs> oh, rage Against the Salad. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac and Cheese. <laughs> the, the Dire Beatles. This was my favourite one of all time. Round Garden. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh God. Oh, get out. Anyway, let's just... You can't help yourself the best with... and worst place. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't help yourself but go into the comments on shit no. like that, can you? It's I just mean, like, I, I know it's going to be bad, but the evil part in me wants to laugh. <laughs> I need to see. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you can deny yourself that laughter. Like it's, yeah, I was, yeah, it was brightening my day up. That. Uh, um, oh yeah, we now need to ask you for a question. We the amount of side tracks we've had on this episode is quite astounding. <laughs> um, <laughs> back on track, back on track. Um, we need to ask you: Do you have a question for our next guest? Oh. Do you know who your next guest is? Guest is, or is that uh, you're not allowed to know? You're not allowed to know. It doesn't oh, have to be some, like some of it. Some have been brand related. Some have yeah. been completely fucking random. Wujibo <laughs> asked, asked, um, did the moon landings happen? For yeah. instance, <laughs> <laughs> where other people have asked, where did you get your style from? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> you can ask any. I mean, this is like basically a. a carte blanche you can ask any question you want imagine a question you've always wanted to ask someone oh now is the time oh i should have prepared for this shouldn't i this is uh no we purposely you don't you prepare didn't know about this, this. no yeah. i didn't know about <laughs> this oh what do you know what? i did Kind of big. So when I listened to the Kojibo one, someone came in and asked the question. So yeah. I should. Oh, I really should have prepared. That was from Twisted Squid, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, Twisted Squid? yeah it was. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Sophie. Ooh. Hi, Sophie. Hmm. Oh my god! I'm on the spot. Question. I know. We did this on purpose. Yeah. Do you have any? Mm, how to word it you don't do have you... to like have it perfectly formed you can like yeah. think it through and then and then we'll get I'll you go. to ask it properly uh do you collect anything i like seeing people's collections mm-hmm. and like what people because I, I go through spates of it so yeah i think it would be do you have any weird and wonderful collections 
It's a great question. That's a great question. Let me just write this down because do you have because the thing is when I'm when I'm putting together the notes for the next episode, I always fucking forget what the questions are. Pav remembers <laughs> fucking nothing from any of the recordings, right? That's why I have to write exactly. everything down. Pav when it comes to the brand social podcast, Pav is a goldfish. <laughs> Second the episode finishes. Just like, nah, what does doesn't need that. I just live in the moment. I'm just I'm just one of them people. And uh, <laughs> but that's why that's why I make notes. When I'm looking down, I'm making notes because I have to sort of trying to remember some things if possible whereas my brain my anxiety kicks on it's like why can't you remember that you stupid piece of shit i can't remember anything darcy i write the i write the copy for the the show notes and that not the notes the um the the blurb or whatever we call it and uh i'm like when i when darcy's editing i'm like dude send me some fucking things to for me to (laughs) jog my memory so i can write this thing what happened (laughs) yeah yeah I'm guessing you have a weird and wonderful collection of some sort, if you're asking um, that. No, I, I, I tend to go through like phases of things. Show so. us the dildos. <laughs> <laughs> the hidden. He's, he's got one in now. <laughs> you haven't been able to see it. It's been it's been hiding the entire time. Uh, no, I've I've been through like I used to collect vinyls, um used to collect vintage t shirts. Uh trainers for a long time like the t-shirts was a big one i think i i got up to a point where i could wear a new t-shirt every day without washing them amazing close to yeah close to 400 at one point just fuck me it's a lot of t-shirts yeah maybe it's uh maybe it's hoarding (laughs) as opposed to collecting but i only ever finished one collection like collected everything of one thing in my entire life and I'm not sure how proud I should be of this, but I have all of the tiny terrapins that used to get out of the Kinder Eggs. Do you remember them? Wow, yes. I have every single one. See, that's a weird and wonderful collection. Mm, it is. And uh, I don't, honestly, I'd forgotten about it until you asked that question. I was like, I don't really collect anything. I was like, hold on. Someone's no, always no, got do. something. Yeah. There's always something. Yeah. Like, well, that... I've recently gone back to like um, like sports cards. So I used nice. to love like football stickers, like being like eleven, watching the football and collecting stickers. And I've, I've sort of gone back to that mm. after well, not touching it for years. But it's just um, yeah, like physical things like that you can have. I I had the intention because my partner bought me the um, I don't know if you've seen it, but a few years ago there was a they started doing a volume release of um the Eastman and Led. Uh, Turtles comics, original Turtles comics, but you could oh, buy okay. like an entire volume in one book. Oh, amazing! A book, it's like massive, and it's about sort of an inch and a half thick, and it's got like the first like twenty comics or whatever in it. Exactly. And my intent, she bought me the first one, I think, with the intention of be like going and buying the others. Yeah. And I just never did. <laughs> I, I fucking love them. And what's great about them is obviously the original comics were black and white, yeah. so like it, it, it is, it is, it's a real like tome. It is, it is amazing. Yeah, but I never got around to buying the other ones. I should probably, <laughs> probably sit, down, sit down and get the rest of them. But yeah, it's for that. That's like a if they had all of them in one in one one thing, that'd be really good. But it's almost like a one and done collection. It's like I think it's like five volumes or something, and then yeah. then you've got all of the original comics. That's it. Yeah, Done. yeah. That's the way. Of the, I obviously I grew up on the like the nineties mutant turtles. 
Yeah. Um, and you, it's only when I went back and like read the all the comics, and I was like, shit, this was fucking dark before it got commercialized. This was dark. Yeah. Like, yeah, Raphael in particular has a real fucking chip on his shoulder. Yeah, they, they always um they try to get across, don't they? Like the newer things, but it's yeah. not as it hasn't got that grit. No. Yeah, it hasn't got the and it, like I, don't, I would love to see a proper adaptation of it, like a real like eighteen rated turtles film. Oh, I think I've, I think I think that's what it needs. Yeah, I think that's what it needs. With, with with like the like series and stuff like like comic book series and show, I think that Disney have done it really well on a few in particular, but Deadpool is most definitely eighteen rated. Yeah, mm. Punisher, oh, that was fucking babe. brilliant. With John, what's e- it? Is it Echo- John- uh, John Berthnall or Burnthal? Yeah, Burn was Brun- Echo. Yeah. Um, Echo. Have you seen that? That was decent. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's uh, a similar sort of vein to Punisher, but it's it's like equally as violent. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, oh, is that, that, that kind of new? Yeah, yeah. It came out yeah, I think I've seen the adverts for it actually. Yeah, it's worth a watch, yeah. although it's quite disappointing because it's only five episodes long. Ah. So I like a like, short episode thing. That's why I liked Reacher, because it's only like eight episodes. Done. Mate, I loved Reacher. We've just started Reacher. Oh, it's I love fucking it. good, isn't it? So it is good. so it's fucking so good. good. Nick's normally isn't into that sort of stuff, and she's like, I like this. Yeah. And I'm just like, I fucking bet you do. He's like six <laughs> foot five, built like a brick shit house, and I wish I looked like him. Yeah. Do you know he yeah. was on Pop Idol? Was he? Was he? Yeah, he auditioned for Pop Idol, and he was tiny, and fucking he's just out. got absolutely stuck. Act. I saw. Uh, I remember watching the the first t- the I, I don't know if they made more than one the uh, Reacher films with Tom Cruise. Oh, there's and I've two. read one of the I've only ever read one of the Reacher books, and it's kind of like the description of him in the books is like he's massive. That's that's not Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, Tom Cruise is like a fucking midget. No, but my un- my he's understanding like five for eight or something. My like, understanding is the only reason though that the film happened was because of Tom Cruise. He was a big fan and he wanted it made he wanted yeah. it out like he wanted but to put it out why there. why didn't he get a better fucking fit for the role because he, cause he wanted because to be in it tom cruise he's fucking tom cruise i don't like tom cruise oh i like him he's all right tom he's okay. cruise is like my nick cage for a lot of people i love nick cage a lot yeah. of people don't like nick cage though do they they're wrong yeah, okay. no, I fucking, I fucking love Nick Cage. Uh, you know what I love about Nick Cage is he hasn't got any less mad as he's got older. He's just, <laughs> he's just, worse. yeah. But he's what he's done is he's been really good at picking roles where he's it's okay for him to be a bit fucking crazy, and he's got much mm. better at that. Yeah, like the what's the one he did with Pedro? Uh, unbearable, uh, unbearable, unbearable weight, weight. talent. I fucking, yeah. I, I, I yeah. cried my ass, my eyes out with laughter <laughs> at that fucking film. Like I just thought it was because the whole the whole time watching it, I'm thinking, Cage isn't even acting. He's just fucking. He's just <laughs> yeah. fucking turning up and just being Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so I think one of my favourites, which is it's probably one of the least Nicolas Cage roles there is, is um uh, Lord of War. Oh, oh yeah, that's a great that, film. That's, that's good. A fucking brilliant movie that is. Yeah, great. Film. Underrated film. Mm. Yeah, it's really. I um I played a my friend loves Nicholas Cage and I played a prank on him once. Uh, he's got a caravan and I went into the caravan and it, it's, it's, his, it's his family's van, so he's, he's not always there. So obviously things change in there and that. And I took one of the pillows and I bought a Nicholas Cage 
uh, pillow, but it's like sequins. So it's one of those ones where you push the sequins one way. So it was all red on one side and then all the other side, it was literally just a, a blown up image like Nicolas Cage, like full frame like this. <laughs> and uh, so I put it in there and he went like, he, the next time he come down, I, I went over to see him. I was like, yo, I'm here sitting in there. So that's a nice pillow. He's like, yeah. I said, um, something weird about this pillow. And he was like, oh, it's some sofa, whatever. And I picked it up and I went, shunk and turned it in Nicolas Cage and he fucking died. I, I thought he was going to have a heart attack from the laughter. <laughs> he'd, been, he'd been in there for like three days and not not even touched it. <laughs> I love Nicolas Cage. Oh, bless him. Uh, <sighs> Where are we? Uh, questions for us? Yeah, have you got any questions for us? Yeah, so I kind of want to know uh, how you guys find it working. I know we kind of spoke about it a little bit, but do you? How do you find it working as a duo and not always seeing each other? Um, I'll go first on this one. Uh, we send each other dick pics all the time. Yeah, so well, yeah. We so we you talk feel close. Yeah, we talk all the fucking time. Um, honestly, I always, I always call Pav when I'm driving. He does. He fucking loves. It. He loves calling <laughs> when he's driving. This is, this is, whenever he's driving home from work, he's calling me. Oh, it's, I, I just like you to hear me shouting. I, do, I just sit there with my dick in my hand waiting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you've got that image while you're driving now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am. Um, I, I was my first time really properly doing a brand in anger. Um, in all honesty, Darcy does most of it. Like same with the podcast. I don't think that's un- that's a, a unfair thing to say. Is it, Darcy? You do like most of it. And I just do the bits that Darcy doesn't want to do or doesn't like doing. So <laughs> a- anytime there's any yeah, sort of... It's, it's a good balance. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's not a good balance, but it's like anything that's like need writing, <laughs> I write the copy for it. Um, mm. Yeah, and then Darcy does all the shipping out of all, all the bits and pieces here and there. But yeah, this for me, it's pretty easy because Darcy has like the lion's share of the work. <laughs> in, 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 in all honesty, that's... But I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do this by myself. Like, no, no way, no way. I don't know how Darcy feels. Darcy so, just realised he's doing it all, and <laughs> <shit. laughs> he's, he's like, "Fuck!" No, no, I think from running, I've said it on here before. Like, fucking Nick's used to help me a lot with downcast, but it was still very much my thing, and I was doing it myself. Like, whether it was like the design and the fucking shipping out and receiving fucking stock and printing stock and everything. It was very much like it was just like me operating the business and like I lost a lot of love for it um, because it it felt like work. And whilst it was like our living for a while, it shouldn't have felt like work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's different to what I do now with the print shop because it's like I'm printing for other people. It's like I'm not as invested in it creatively. Yeah. It's like it's it's production. Like yeah. you know, somebody wants shit printed. I can advise them if they choose not to listen. Then that's fucking it's their fucking fault. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it. I think having somebody to work with now on a brand is like it's nice, and it's kind yeah. of like even though like you know, Pab saying like oh he takes like he Pab being very modest and just saying like oh he just does the copy or whatever it's kind of like that does relieve a lot of pressure from me because it's like, that's not my forte and I'd just be fucking stressing about it. 
um and it's the same with rewind like the brand i'm talking i was talking about the pod there but um yeah with rewind it's it's the same sort of thing like um but yeah i think in terms of the pod what could probably take the pressure off me is if we got a sponsor on board mm. um and that'd be great wouldn't it somebody else to edit the fucking pod yeah but they'd edit out all the fucking mad shit that i say <laughs> they wouldn't because i'd fucking beat them yeah Darcy does edit out some of the things I say. Some, yes. Some of the things too heinous. For... <laughs> I've said, I've said some truly awful things. Truly yeah, awful have. things. Um, a shit that we would get cancelled for, but, uh, yeah, but I'm no, it's, nice. Being it's nice working. Working. With... I mean, the thing is, is, it's not just like oh, I'm working somebody. It's like I'm working with a really close mate. Yeah, so it's like. And we've been, we've both been really honest with each other's ideas and stuff and everything. It's like, oh, I don't know if that's working or I don't really like that. I don't really like mm. that theme, like, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, and that's kind of, I was saying before you came on, I'm doing something similar with another mate of ours who brought up Paul. And it's kind of like to have that as well, where he's doing most of the work. Yeah. And I'm just designing. That's like, I'm seeing like the other side of it and it's like that's actually a really it's it's a nice place to be like you know but i also do like doing the fulfilling and the shipping and and that side of it as well like yeah you know because i've just done it for so long i think the the the, the, what the only way it can work is if you excuse my excuse my terminology here if you fill the other person's gaps <laughs> like, <laughs> if you if you if you're if you can do the thing that the other person either doesn't enjoy doing doesn't have time to do like it's can't physically do whatever yeah like yeah then it then it works and we we sort yeah. of darcy and i fill each other's gaps quite well <laughs> yeah. it's, it's yeah. just about complimenting isn't it yeah. and i'm sure yeah. you and mike are exactly the same it's kind of like you know you're saying that it sounds like it's pretty evenly split between the two of you yeah um and it's like i think like from a creative perspective if you're doing most of the creative work like both with rewind me and pav have both split the creative aspect of it and that does take up a lot of headspace <laughs> and kind of like after that i think for me anyway everything just falls into place after that because it's all set up and ready to go anyway like yeah. you know i'm used to packing up orders and fucking either me going to the post office or if nick's pop nick's is popping into town like we've got a drop and go account just yeah. like just and then Noah's in there. I don't even have to put labels on it. They know our packaging, which is really cool. <laughs> so it's just like, not, and nothing's ever gone wrong with it, touch wood. Um, and it's like, I literally just chuck it in the window. And I'm like, bye. And <laughs> so I don't have to think about any of that. It's like, yeah, it's great. I love yeah, it. so that, that part of it doesn't really seem like you're doing anything that you wouldn't be doing anyway. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think so, yeah. If, if I if I can't be asked to go to the post office and I've got fucking print orders going out for you know uh, uh, for like custom work, mm. um, then I just like I'm just going to take a hit on the post. I'm just going to send it to DP with DPD <laughs> just because I can't be asked to go. Mm. And the customer's like, oh wow, that arrived next day. I'm definitely ordering from them again. It's like, well, you're not getting that again, are you? Because I've just got <laughs> fucking five on postage. But yeah. That's just me being fucking lazy. I think the uh, the ability to just be honest with each other a little bit as well, like like you were saying with like designs and ideas, and just like appreciating when it is good, and then just constructive when when you know there's there's changes that need to be made. Like 
me and Mike are pretty open about how we talk about designs and I'd much rather him say oh, do you know what mate I don't know if that that's that's the one because I'm, yeah. I'm like super critical of my own stuff as well and there'll be stuff where I'm like oh, I've done this mate but I don't really like it and he's like no no it's really good mm-hmm. it's hard well, to get perspective uh, when you're knee deep in it, isn't it? yeah 100 yeah. so you need someone to look from the outside and say oh yeah, yeah. no that works I, th- I think as well kind of like I guess like working in a duo it's a bit um i mean I, I, from our perspective anyway it's kind of like we started rewind literally just as a bit of a fuck about yeah so it's like nobody has to like it but us yeah you know like uh, and that, for me that's what it was all about like i started downcast and grew a, a, a decent size following and sold a lot of shit not shit but you know sold a lot of shit um just through drawing what I want to fucking draw. And yeah. then when we got on board with the marketing agency, it's like, oh, you need to be producing more. You need to produce more and fucking getting more shit out of there and everything. And that's probably when I should have switched to a pre-order model. Yeah. Um, which would have been smart. But I'm not that smart. <laughs> um <laughs> but it's yeah, it's I think design for yourself and Everything else will follow, I guess. Yeah, hundred percent. There's my there's my Gandhi speech. Very good, mate. Hmm. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should we uh, should we do some randoms, Pav? I think we should. So we're going to ask three random questions each. Quick fire. I don't know why Bob was saying quick fire. They never end up being quick fire. <laughs> no, they're about, we, we, we spend about fucking 38 minutes on each question. Mm. So <laughs> by this rate, you're here for another four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're now halfway through. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right, you go first. I'll see who am I going first. Uh, fried or scrambled eggs? Scrambled. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. Can we not answer so quickly? Oh, shit. <laughs> do you want to... You know wanna... I'll elaborate for you, if you like. Please. You know when uh, eggs are fried and they get, like, that brown crust on the bottom? Mm. Yeah, it actually makes me want to vomit. Like, just thinking about that. That's the just... only part of a fried egg I like. No. Oh. <laughs> I, the thing is, or, or when, like, the white is still a bit snotty and not cooked. Oh. Yeah. Oh mate. Yeah. I don't how like do you that. feel about I, poached I egg? I don't I don't like runny yolks. What? No. Well, mm, no. I, I, I can I can get on board with a runny yolk. I like a I like a runny yolk. Yeah. But not I too th- runny. I like it. Like I just eat it fucking raw, mate. That <laughs> doesn't even bother breaking the egg, he just like stuff that whole thing. Like fucking <laughs> like that um like bodybuilders do, just Oh, I love I love a poached egg, but if for breakfast, it's got to be scrambled. I think. Yeah, yeah. loads of pepper. Mm. Yeah, mm. Oh, I've got scrambled egg. I've got a good I've got a good scrambled egg recipe, which I know sounds ridiculous. No, no, we're not doing your recipes <laughs> on here. Mate. We're not doing your fucking recipes. They're not that bad. Seven scrambled what, egg recipes. Your your sandwich hasn't come up for a few episodes. Would you like to tell Mike about it? Mike, I've got a sandwich. <laughs> Darcy thinks it's disgusting, despite having never a, fucking a eaten one. A few guests have said it's disgusting. Yeah, and one guest, not guest, one uh, listener, listener, made the sandwich and said it was surprisingly delightful. 
surprisingly though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but delightful though. So so we start with going out and chopping off a man's dick. <laughs> I'm in. So the 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 sandwich is lightly toasted brioche bread. Oh, fancy. See? Small little bit of butter, just a little bit. Uh, and then lime pickle. Uh, yeah. Spam. And then capers. No, mate, that's a fucking vile. <laughs> you know what? Many people have said this so far that I've got a 100% hit rate of people who've tried it and enjoyed it. So <laughs> I'll be honest, I, I'm not sure I'll be making that one. That's no. fine. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, lime pickle and spam. Yeah, man. Trust me. Oh, I don't forget what... the capers. Oh, yeah, sorry. Cap- <laughs> Cap- capers Betw- are... Between sweet bread. <laughs> it wasn't salty enough before. I need capers. I mean, you're all, you're all mocking me, but I reckon I could all open right. a sandwich off and that'd be my best what, seller. What's your fucking scrambled egg recipe then? <laughs> <laughs> this is really important, right? Lime pickle. You have to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have to uh, weigh the eggs, and then put right. three times the amount of butter in that the eggs weigh. Jesus, right? Christ. Hell, mate. <laughs> trust me, on, trust me on this. Trust me on this. So, uh, so, so three well, eggs well, and don't... a whole tub of lurpak. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't, don't forget. Butter, butter's dense, so you actually don't need as much as it sounds like, right? Uh, and then. Loads of salt and pepper, and then you put it in the fridge the night before you're going to cook it. It sounds like a lot of effort. This it sounds is a like Heston Blumenthal. Yeah, but what, like... what what happens is the salt and the butter, it breaks down the egg. And then when you like, when you go to like, um, you don't whisk it or anything until you're just about to cook it. So you literally just a few quick whisks and it goes all like, you know, you get that like marbly effect. Yeah. And then hot pan. As soon as you put the eggs in, take the pan off the heat and just fucking keep it moving. Done. Trust me. Trust me. I probably trust you... that a little bit more than I do lime pickles, yeah. salmon capers. Do you, the question me. is, is do you like your eggs snotty? No, no one likes a snotty egg. No one no, likes scrambled egg. eggs. Because my mother-in-law makes the snottiest scrambled eggs. No, my... Uh, Darcy, like when you come it. over, I'll, I'll make you my scrambled eggs and you'll be like, do you know what? Is fucking banging half a pound of butter. It's it's not as much butter as it sounds. It's quite a lot of butter, but it's not as much as it sounds. Purely because eggs don't weigh a great deal. It's the butter butter that makes it taste good, not the eggs. It's it's mainly butter. (laughs) How would you like your butter scrambled, sir? (laughs) Jesus. Oh, right, go on. Told you these go off in tangents. Yeah, <laughs> I've only done one question. <laughs> Quick fire, mate. Um, uh, what would you choose as the title of your memoir? Oh. Large and hairy. <laughs> oh. Large. <laughs> oh, fuck it out. I think uh, I'm not sure I need to expand on that one, do I? I don't think I don't think <laughs> no, you need to expand on that enough. one. <clears throat> what would yours um, be, Darcy? Um, 
eternally miserable. <laughs> How uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, there's, there's a toilet read if ever I heard one. <laughs> oh, the only yeah. time that I ever laugh is on here. That's true. It's true. <laughs> um, what's your favourite room in your home? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, I should think so. You wrote it. Quite like the kitchen. Ooh. Yeah, because when I'm in there, everyone leaves me alone. It's kind of like this room, actually. So this room in the house has got, like, it's got my computer set up. It's got, like, stuff. It's a PlayStation and whatnot. Uh, My missus calls it my Anne Frank room. Just for the fucking drink, you wanker. (laughs) I nearly came up with those. Oh Oh my god. Just disappear up here for hours and then come back down at like 11 o'clock. What Anne Frank room? (laughs) I wish I had one of them. I mean, in here, it's kind of like that, although it's filled with fucking t shirts. (laughs) I don't want to be around. (laughs) And 600 pairs of socks. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. oh. I know I'll never get cold up here that's for sure but... oh. so good is it my go? yes uh, which colour has the worst personality? green ooh care to elaborate? or not Just, it's up to you don't like it very much you're, green, two, of the, two of the things you're wearing have green in. Uh, no, I was about to say that. <laughs> Wrong shade of green, though. Wrong oh, shade right. of green. Oh, okay. What, what sort of yeah. green are you talking about? Do you mean more so, specific? Sort of like very... Uh, sort of like... Uh, Lime pickle green? <laughs> like, you know that sort of like really sad pastely green? Oh well, like washed out green. Yeah, yeah. just like it's, it's green, but it, it's trying it's to not, be green, but it's not but it's, really green. It's really beige. Can you give yeah. us like an example of something that's that colour? Um, oh, let me see if I've got any clothing. I'll print oh, do you know what? A fucking really boring green. I've got like a uh, like a plastic tub with stuff in, and the lid is green. Give me a second. <laughs> The listener, Mike, is now taking his clothes off. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's green, but is it green? It should be called, is it green, green? Yeah, it's it's like a green, but it's kind of a grey. Yeah. Nah, not a fan. It doesn't help that I'm colourblind, and I just saw that as grey. (laughs) There's a very subtle hint of green. That's a shit green. That green on your T-shirt... It's nice, however. I like a better green, yeah. So I like a like a forest green, very nice. But mm. yeah, that it's not even really a color, is it? I mean, it is. Forest exists. What are you on about? Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, is, is it your guy? Question: Do you do you drink or eat soup? 
Oh shit. You drink. I'm with you there as well. Yeah, because... Well, you're not you, chewing it, are you? You wouldn't be able to get a cup of soup, would you? Do you eat a cup of soup? Yeah, you don't get a cup of steak either, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think you're on to some of there, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cup of steak. steak. Although, pot noodle, you Boils eat a pot noodle, steak don't you? In a... yeah, but that's not fucking soup. No. I mean, but I mean, the... The the liquidy bit is super yeah. soup adjacent. You drink that afterwards, so right. You do drink that that's afterwards, right. yeah. Not trying to get that on your fork. That's, that's broth. Although yeah. I well, although when I make a pot noodle, I, I put way less water in than they suggest, so it yeah, like it's fucking weird. So it yeah. goes all thick. No, mm. no. Yeah, I like thick yeah. noodles, man. <laughs> like I like my noodles thick, boy. <laughs> you a thick ass boy. <laughs> yeah, I think drink. Yeah, I think I think anyone who says it's not drink is wrong. Yeah, if you if you don't have to chew it, you're not eating it. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's why Very I don't good. think soup is food. No, <laughs> no, no. I think you might be right. Oh shit, this is. I'm not I'm saying it's not that. sustenance. I'm not saying it's not. Don't, I just don't, don't have a panic it's... attack. I'm questioning things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ring my mum later and just be like, "Mum, soup's not food. You know this, right?" <laughs> it's not. That's why I, I don't think I've ever ordered a soup in a restaurant. And actually, I don't really like. I don't dislike soup, but I'd, if I wanted a drink, I'd order a fucking drink. If they said to me, "Do you want a plate of pasta and then a drink?" But the drink is like soup, but we'll put it in like a mug so you can. Do you know what? That that sounds banging. I'll have the soup. Really... I'll have the soup as a drink. Really weird restaurants you go into. <laughs> yeah. Can I have a shot of your finest soup, sir? <laughs> <laughs> and a crouton to dip it in. Ugh. Dip in it. I uh, say the best thing about soup is the bread that you dip in it, though, right? Yeah, yeah of course it is. If you yeah. go to a restaurant and they have and you order the soup, right? You expect the bread to be like excellent. Oh, so this 100%. is the kind of bread that. Kings would eat. So what yeah. you're saying is, when you order soup, you're actually ordering bread with yeah, a side like of 12, soup. With a side of like soup, tw- yeah, for like twelve pound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have one slice of bread for twelve pound and a side of vegetable juice, please. I I think when you get a soup, like they should bring it as much bread as you can physically consume. Oh, yeah. unlimited bread! Because the worst I lo- thing I used to love that growing up in growing up in France, right, and. You used to go to the restaurants and they'd just automatically bring you a basket of bread mm. and they'd just keep topping it up. Yeah. This is where your love of bread, bread came from. Well. This is why you walk around yeah. supermarkets just eating just, bread. Just, eat. just <laughs> helping myself to bread whenever I walk into fucking Tesco. And you can't help security it. guy's like, so you can't do that. It's like, no, it's, he's like, it's mate, part of my childhood. Mate, I, I lived in France. And he's like, whoa, okay, sorry, buddy. But, but they'd, just, to... they'd just keep topping up the bread and it's just like, Surely you can't afford these fucking business expenses. It's like I've just eaten about eighteen loaves here. Bread is cheap though, man. It is, but good bread is. You know. Also, bread doesn't keep, so you need to you need to fucking get rid of it. Like if you've got it, it needs to go. Yeah, it's true. There we go. True. Now we now we know. Hmm. Is it my go? Yeah, last one. I think. What is your favourite word? Uh, what, why are you telling? Him, why word. are you telling him what is his favorite word? Yeah, what is your favorite word? 
Why are you uh, giving the man statements? <laughs> this isn't a what question. Is your favourite word? Uh, haberdashery. Oh, coming out the gate strong there. Love that's that a word. Great fucking word. What, uh, that's a really good word. That's a real tongue roller, that one. I like yeah. it. Uh, that November feels quite nice when you say November. Yeah, November. But, uh, but haberdashery is, yeah, my top word for sure. How about you guys? Uh, coagulation. It's a great word, though. I don't know. I'm I'm going to use a word I said earlier, just just because of recency bias, just dexterity. Yeah, it's a great word. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, yeah. I like I like words that are sort of wordy. You need to roll off your tongue a little bit, though. Yeah, words that you can say softly are the best ones. Yeah, dexterity. Mm. Coagulation. Where's my microphone? <laughs> that sounded like a ghost just came in and said it. <laughs> Worst ghost ever. <laughs> Haberdashery sounds so fucking posh as well, doesn't it? It does. Tarquin, Tarquin, bring the Rolls Royce round. We're going to the Haberdashery. <laughs> oh. What is a Haberdashery? It's a place that sells um, fabric and sewing yeah. stuff, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I thought I knew what it was and I was I questioned myself. I was like, no, Darcy, you don't know what that is. Calico is a nice word to say on the on the fabric side of things. Calico. Ooh. It's a yeah. great word. That's a great word, isn't it? That is a lovely Unlo- word. Unlike polyester. <laughs> but oh. yeah, polyester's not great. Polyester's great. like it sounds, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is like it sounds. Lycra. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not pleased. I'm not not so... Spandex. Oh no, I quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not too bad, actually. Spandex. Pavel's got a bit of a radio voice, to be fair, though. Yeah, I've got oh, a radio. First... I've got a radio face as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first comment my wife said when she heard Pad Pad Pav on the podcast. I've fucking known you all this time. I'm still getting your name wrong. Pav. Yeah, one one day. Um, <laughs> And it was the first thing she said. She was like, fucking hell, Pav's voice really suits this. Ooh, I was like, yeah, m- more than mine. More than mine. <laughs> I've, I've had comments, mainly from Paul, saying, Darcy, can you speak a bit fucking louder, please? I, I think part of it is you don't get, you don't get like deep in the microphone. I get quite, I really push myself. <laughs> For the listener, Darcy is now deep throating oh, the microphone. Geez. The only thing rounder in that room than your head is that microphone. <laughs> Hold it up to your head. The two roundest things on it. It's like it's like looking at a fucking pool table. <laughs> Got the cue ball and the black ball there. <laughs> Thanks, mate. You're welcome. Always, always boosting my confidence. Well, you know, we, we, we bolster each other. You know, other, I suffer from rounderitis. Yeah, it's terrible, a terrible affliction. <laughs> oh. um, right. Final questions. It's the final questions. I 
think you should record that and play that before every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, we, we, we had an episode a few episodes ago where Sat... Uh, uh, fucking hell, I was going to call you someone else there. I was going <laughs> to call you Sav. <laughs> We, are, we, we only met today, just so you know. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell, man. Um, where Pav, P-A-V, as my phone calls him, um, uh, did a, a... You basically did a jingle for every section of the podcast. I did, yeah. yeah. Because the guest requested it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't followed through with my commitment to clipping it up and using it for every segment of the podcast because that's adding more work that I don't need. <laughs> Um, maybe I'll just but, sing a different one each time. Yeah, I did. I did do the final final countdown last time, but it just final countdown. The final questions fits too well not to it not works. to that to be the go to. Mm. Absolutely, mm. but I think you should literally just do it's the final questions. Yeah, but I need just to like end it there, like it didn't happen. I maybe, it's... but I I can't. He's, I, he's I'm a not bit fucking weird. I'm not a half arse everything. I'm not a half arse guy. I, 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 you know, but when if I do that but, first bit, I have to see it through to completion. But, the, but then, in line with that, what you should do is like for for like the questions we have. So it's like not the randoms, but just like you know, some normal questions. Like, talk to us about your design process. Can you do that in sing song form, please, Pav? I can. I, I can go. Talk to us about your design process, please. How's that? Wow. That's great. That was mm. great. I think we should do that moving forward and just n- pretend it's just completely normal. <laughs> <laughs> this is just what we do. This is just, it's just how it's done, man. Just how it's done. It's the, it's the Sing Social podcast. It's podcast slash karaoke. Podioke. Karaokecast. <laughs> <laughs> oh right final questions um if you weren't doing what you do now what do you think you'd be doing i suppose my day job to be honest <laughs> it'd be nice to say this is a this is a full-time thing but no um yeah just my boring ass day job i suppose you don't think I... there's anything cre- a different creative field you'd be in um because that's basically what the question is. It's not saying like, yeah, yeah, pack it in. Mm. Um, that's a good question, actually. Something to do with film, maybe. Mm. It, it would have to be to do with film. Then a what? But yeah, porn. <laughs> bit, bit fluffer. <laughs> <laughs> Got the technique down. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the listener, uh, Darcy and Mike are doing how they fluff a person, and there's there's some two two handed nonsense going on from the pair of them. Yeah. No, just so, just so it happens this, we're yeah. sitting next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something in film. Yeah, I don't know what. Maybe a prop just, master or something? Oh, do you know what? I love um I follow a couple of people on Instagram that are like set de- set designers. Mm. I love mm. the idea of that. Um I'm not very good with like 3D stuff, but I feel like set design could be really cool. Mm. There we go. There's your answer. Yeah. 
It's like career day at school, isn't it? <laughs> what do you want to be when you're older? Yeah. <laughs> Is it my go? Yeah. Uh, can you think of any brands that would be good for us to have on the podcast? Yeah. Um, Bloody Alter and oh, We'd Final love Boss. to get them on. We'd love to get them on. Yeah. I've spoken to Bloody Alter about coming on, but it's just never... The stars happened. have never aligned. No. I also oh. really want to get um Doc Longy on. Yes. Yeah. Desperate to get Doc Longy on. Do it. Yeah, I mean I I've been chatting to him for a long while and you know, but we we speak relatively regularly. But yeah. it's just not it's just not happened yet. I know he's got issues in that, so it's yeah, we're um Yeah. We one day I reckon those two those two could happen for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I the issue is in the sort of sphere, like the bootleg sphere that we were talking about earlier that you're in, people generally don't want to be that way associated with it. They'd rather sort of stay out of the... of the Yeah, hide away a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's much more difficult to get guys that do what you do on, which is a shame because, you know, you're... Well, yeah, we're not trying coolest... to fucking, like, expose anybody or anything like that. It's literally, we just want to fucking chat. And not yeah. any sort of fucking quidjibo it's like if you want to come on and fucking sit with candles behind you and nobody knows who you are yeah that's fucking cool. hell <laughs> we'll talk to a ghost it's that's funny fine. as fuck as well like it's just <laughs> just incredible like <sighs> would have yeah, been bless. weird if i came on dressed like anne frank wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would have been weird especially like it's not till three quarters of the way through the podcast that that joke even pops up. No context. <laughs> just every now and again, you just look to one side and start scribbling in a book, like, making fucking notes. <laughs> oh. Oh. And then at the end right. of the podcast, the fucking Gestapo storms in and drags you out before we can say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, probably the most interesting ending to a pod we've ever had, to be fair. Wouldn't be the Fucking weirdest that, thing. I tell you, I tell you what, though, that'd be in Buzzfeed. That'd be in Buzzfeed. <laughs> we'd, be Buzzfeed. we'd be the we'd be the last the last on the Tw- list. That, the we? top twenty nine times that a podcaster has been dragged out of a podcast by the Gestapo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, All right. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram, probably your best place. Uh, pizza underscore eaters, I believe. It is. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Well done for knowing your own Instagram got, handle. Don't know who got just pizza eaters, but should we look? Should we check? Yeah. Um, home. It's amazing having Instagram on your. Uh, pizza eaters. Oh, it's just a pizza restaurant. Bastards, <laughs> selfish. That is. Where are they? I don't know. It's not letting me open it. Oh, oh no 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 no! That's, no, show me the hashtag. Hold on. I don't know if there is it. I mean, there must be. If there isn't, I don't know what we were doing. Uh, pizza eaters. Here it is. Uh, zero posts, one follower. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Ruined. <laughs> When Pizza Eaters post, you'll see their posts and videos here. Who's their follower? One follower. A guy called Ryan. <laughs> Waiting for us to contact them, they are. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, their, oh, pick, their, their thing is just to fucking... Yeah. You should follow them. It'd be really funny. <laughs> Two followers. <laughs> just fucking... Ryan and uh, his ears. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> now, what you should do is you, you should, like, get... As a like an April Fool's this year, maybe get all your... Put a story out and get all your followers to go and follow them as well. <laughs> <laughs> follow on your account. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh. Right. Is it uh, my go? Last question then. What is the meaning of life? Ooh. To make horrible sandwiches. I fucking nailed it. <laughs> I've nailed it, boys. I've nailed it. <laughs> Completed. Yeah. I don't know. Is there? I don't know. You said horrible sandwiches. Is the calzone a sandwich? That's a pizza. That's sort of on brand, isn't it? Oh, I got... Can I ask you guys a question? Always. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's not just a hot dog. It's a filling with bread either side. Of course it's a sandwich. Mm. But would you call a roll a sandwich? Yes. You do. Well, only because it's... I don't think the sandwich is necessarily defined by the carbohydrate. I think it's the fact that it is literally sandwiched... It's something sandwiched between two of the same thing. Ah. I, call, I call a roll a bat. Yeah, but you... Uh, where yeah, I'm from. You've got the northern thing going on, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, a bat yeah. or a bar. You would never call it a sandwich. Never a roll. If I... Uh, no. <laughs> I never call it a sandwich, and I fucking find it fucking weird when you go into a Greg's down here, right? And very much, I know I don't sound like it, but I am from Yorkshire. You do sound like it. I, <laughs> I go into a Greg's down here, and they'll have sausage roll, and then sausage roll. Yeah. I'm just like, no, that doesn't work. And I'm like, can I have a sausage bat, please? And they're like, what? I oh, want. What's that? What? <laughs> I mean, like, it does sort of make sense, How? doesn't it? Because they're both two menu items called a fucking sausage roll. And I've been into the Greg's in town before and asked for a sausage roll, and they've given me a sausage roll rather than a sausage roll. I mean, that sounds to me like you just weren't clear enough <laughs> in what you wanted. <laughs> you should have just said that you wanted a sausage roll, and they would have given you that. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go in next time. But like, can I have a sausage in some bread? I I bought um I went into a local supermarket a couple of weeks ago, and uh, they have their own bakery in there. It's like an independent one, and they have like sausage rolls and shit. They do like the hot section, and I went in there, and they're always wrapped up in like those uh, white bags that are foil lined, so they keeps the heat in, so you can't see them. And it just said um, jumbo sauce, and then like the rest of the word sausage was missing. I was like, oh, jumbo sausage roll, cool. Picked it up, fucking. Uh, Went and paid for it. Opened it up. No, it was literally just a giant hot sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I ate the thing in the car park. I must have looked a right fucking hobo just eating this sausage. And it, just and, chugging and, down. A and it, it, it was fucking big. It wasn't. It wasn't short. It was massive. Just sitting there eating a eating a sausage out of a white bit of paper. You're, like, you're gonna you're gonna have been on one of those fucking Facebook groups, like the local ones, and yeah. it's just like the the, the fucking wheelchair. Undisclosed location, gossip group, or whatever. It's like, I mean, you've you seen this you man just, you just fucking chugging. Doxed, a you just fucking doxed me, mate. Long. 
you just doxed me. <laughs> <laughs> you just told the listener where I live. <laughs> my... Everybody knows where I live. Yeah, my road. Yeah, but my road, Burgess Hill's fucking massive. I live. There's one road where I live. <laughs> You're going to have to bleep that bit. I don't want people to know where I fucking live. I'll get all the listeners turning up on my doorstep, making me sound All of the listeners. All yeah. of them. Yeah. Paul's going to be there. <laughs> Begging for a foot long. Bless you. Oh, fucking hell. I'll bleep it if you want me to. Please do. If you actually want me to. Darcy, yeah, you can leave the rest of the bit in, just not like, you literally like the <laughs> fucking town I live. It's not even a town, it's literally where I live, Mike. It's like four houses. Yeah. It's one of those places where if you turned up here, right, and knocked on anyone's door on the road and went, do you know Luciano? They go, yeah, he's just up there. Like, it's, it's not one of those places where you can be fucking anonymous. Once they know, once they know the road, it's one road. It is one road. <laughs> You need to record um, yourself saying, like, undisclosed location, and yeah. then just pop that over. Yeah, that's what Darcy's going to do. Yeah. Did you did you answer the question? <laughs> yeah. Make yeah, shit sandwiches. <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> you can give another answer if you want. Um, no, I don't know. Is there one? I don't think there is. No. No. Fair. Fair. We'll stick with sandwiches. Sandwiches, for sure. <laughs> it's like that um flight of the concords um uh skit they do about sandwiches you've seen that the one they did on stage don't think so no it's good i don't know is it about sandwiches sandwich sandwiches probably not quite, now you're <laughs> yeah now i'm thinking do they i remember we put sandwiches in our mouths i remember that bit from it really vividly anyway go and look it up something about flight of the concords and sandwiches <laughs> oh, Mike, pleasure chatting with you, mate. It's been fantastic. Thank you very thank much you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Really right. appreciate you coming on. I hope um, I've uh, done the other Mike justice. I'm sure you have. What What would be really funny is if you come on and pretended to be the other Mike because we wouldn't oh. fucking know. We wouldn't know. <laughs> Just have a different hat that I change into when yeah. I answer those questions. <laughs> Just lean out, like take the glasses off. Like, just, just an entire podcast of guess who <laughs> <laughs> oh hilarious oh, right <laughs> right we'll leave you to it mate well, thanks for coming mate really appreciate it all no, the best in the future we'll thank you for having me guys cheers mate take care mate bye 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 bye, bye, bye.